Hey, um, what you chewing on there? Big leg chew. Hmm. Want some? Sure. Here you go. Mm. Hey, can I get some of that? You sure can. See this shit. Wild pitch watermelon over here. Yes, sir. Hey, pass it this way, sir. There you go. Good fucking gum. It's as good as I remember it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crusted with sugar? Yeah, that's why my teeth hurt. Yeah. That's just the steroids. I'm blacking out. But it's so worth it. That's racist. No, it isn't. It's diabetic. <laughs> Do you have an insulin shot? No. Goddamn asshole, fuck, cunt. Episode 17 of Pillow Fort Radio. We are now at the age of consent. It's time to start throwing that dick around. I am your bus driver, Dutch. I'm here with uh, the pesky passengers, Aaron. Good evening. And old Chucky Tater Sex. Hello. And I'm Elena. Elena, how are you today? Very Elena-y. I've noticed your voice has gotten a little bit higher. Are you uh, taking um, estrogen or something? You trying to get pregnant? No. Hmm. I think maybe you were taking it because you were sick of being dry every week for the uh, period report. Well, I just actually... uh, I have grown tired of doing a impress impression for the last 16 episodes, and it just feels good to be me. Impression of what? An impression of the woman I want to be. And who do you? What woman do you want to be? <laughs> uh, High pitched voice, Elena. <laughs> I mean, she's usually a bass, but now she's a baritone, so it's getting it's yeah. a little higher pitched. Money well spent. Nobody knows. <laughs> That's not really Elena, you guys. And if you thought she was, stop listening. We don't need you. <laughs> That's my good friend Jeremy Morriston, all the way from Mount Nebo, West Virginia. Mount Nebo in the house. The Neeb. Ola, uh, Jeremy is what can only be described as... A red-headed gay guy. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. It's very accurate. So, it, but I tell you, it's a mitzvah anytime he's around. He's a real... Oh, he's a minch. I, live out, I let out such a good shy when I walked in the house. When he pulled into the driveway, I was getting very verklempt. There's <laughs> <laughs> enough of that fakakta. After we're done here, we're gonna we're gonna have some matzo, some matzo ball soup, sir. Yeah. So how you doing, uh, J Mo? 
I'm good. I'm good. Glad it's Friday. Or is it? It is. I guess it depends on wherever you play the audio. Yeah, it's, it, we recorded on a Friday, but it could really be any day. It could be 20, 2074 and somebody just stumbles across this. I don't know how this podcast stuff works. Like they'll see our pictures in the podcast Hall of Fame. 70 years from now, and they'll be like, oh, I'll give that a listen. <laughs> yeah. Are they talking in the, like they were MP3? in the 20s? MP3, what's that? <laughs> I, want yeah. them, I want them to talk in the future like they talked in the 20s, like full circle, you know? Yeah. That'd be awesome. How'd they talk in the 20s? Give me an example. Please elaborate. <laughs> what's the big idea? The big I'm talking really fast. <laughs> My pants are high. <laughs> You're not going to get to me, see? <laughs> um... The reason we started off with the uh, the uh, big league chew thing is because Jeremy literally brought a pallet of candy here, and it included seventy four packs of big league chew. He's got all the flavors. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while, a couple decades since I've actually had big league chew, but it's just as good as it always was. It holds up. It mm-hmm. holds up very well. It only had the one flavor. It holds up better it. than Millie Vanilli. I'll tell you that right now. I yeah. remember the grape in the original. Like, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, grape. they had grape. Mm-hmm. I love how grape doesn't taste like grape. No. Because you wouldn't eat it. Yeah, there's no grape candy or anything that actually tastes like a grape. No. Mm. It tastes, but banana tastes disgusting. I like banana. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's, like, it's not good. Like banana runts. I had like eight tons more of banana More like runts banana my... cunts. <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> Giggity. Pomegranate. <laughs> Pomegranate flavoring tastes a lot like the actual fruit, in my opinion. Never had it. But the actual fruit's very much difficult to eat. Kind of like pussy. Right, guys? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> We're broing down tonight. Uh, last week, we had so much estrogen in here. And Jeremy, don't worry. I extensively cleaned everything where you're sitting. That's where the lesbians were, so you're not going to catch it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, don't worry. There's still a stain. Oh, that's that's from Elena. Oh, okay. She lied one week about the period report. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You talk to her about that. Just leaving her sanitary napkins laying around. The fuck is up with that? It's what she does. (laughs) (laughs) Just Elena being Elena. Just Elena being Elena. What you guys want to start off with here? You got the got a lot of stuff going on. Um, We do a lot of stuff. Uh, Donald Trump says uh, the way he uh, approaches his foreign policy is by watching TV. Sounds about right. <laughs> Did you see that interview? He's like, I like to watch all the shows. I watch your show. I watch uh, the guy on MSNBC. I watch his show. I think that he, I, you know, I think that he's honestly doing this. The, his the people he's representing and who are really voting for him is like the fucking bottom line. Lowest common denominator American. Fucking idiot. You know, just does nothing but watch TV. You know, hate hey. hate minorities. Hey! Know, hey. <laughs> You're racist shaming, sir. <laughs> That'll be a thing, too. Oh, it hey. will be. It will be. Like, Why are you racist shaming me? I mean, I remember uh, whenever the uh, people shot up to Charlie Hebdo, all these progressive... Uh, crazy lunatic liberals that don't want to offend anybody were like, well, they shouldn't have offended them by drawing those cartoons. It's really offensive. Fuck. 
Go that. and fuck your mother. That is so that, fucking that stupid. That is the dumbest fucking. You know, the, the, the far left who, excuse everything, are just as annoying as the fucking far right who are well, too stupid to fucking... The far left is weird because they excuse everything and they also attack anytime anybody says, like, uses the wrong pronoun when you refer to Caitlyn yeah, Jenner. Yeah, yeah. They attack, 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 and you're They're all of a sudden... You're all of a sudden the biggest cunt on the face of the earth because you've slipped up and called somebody that was a man for 67 years, he. Yeah. And he's been a woman for 15 minutes, and now it's she. Jeez, sorry. Or slip of the tongue. Hey. It's like there's a, a very, very vocal minority that's mad about Bill Burr's thing last night on Conan. Oh, fuck them. Fuck them. It was perfectly fine. No, It's not like he's standing up there preaching, we need to kill Caitlyn Jenner and anybody like him. See, what He was just like, can I get a second? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I have a second to let this... When I was seven... He was winning the high jump and all this shit. <laughs> now he's wearing high heel. I don't. It's. Can I get a second? I miss that guy. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's what he said. I watched him in the Olympics. I watched him on chips. <laughs> he gets that voice. It starts to go up when he's getting ready to deliver. It makes it that much funnier. Like his delivery is probably the best in stand up. But he's a misogynist pig. Um, he's all the buzzwords that they talk about. Well, fuck them. All you know them. what I mean? They can suck. You know, give me some Elena there. Suck on all the cocks. Thank you. She she said it best. By the way, it's odd whenever you say, give me some Elena right in front of her husband. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> well, I find it offensive. I, no matter your intent, you should always watch the words you say so as not to offend anyone. You Irish faggot. <laughs> Hey, we're offensive people. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, you're, you're really outnumbered by Irish faggots tonight. <laughs> I know. I've got Irish faggots to the left of me, Irish faggots to the right here. I am stuck, stuck with an Irish faggot in the middle here. <laughs> but I'll be all right. I can fend for myself. There's a little bit of Irish in, my, in me. You want a little bit more? There we go. Hey! <laughs> Set them up, knock them down. Um, but yeah... Um, we started on Trump, went to build people being um, offended by Bill Burr. No, Trump. Uh, we'll go back to Trump for a second. Um, he's handsome. <laughs> he's dynamite. <laughs> I put up a picture of him and an orangutan. Love and it. I thought it was funny. I said, well, it's a toss-up who's smarter, but we all know who the bigger asshole is. Yeah. And somebody got mad and said, well, you don't have to attack Trump. And I said, I was attacking the orangutan. Orangutan swinging around the trees, <laughs> fucking off with everybody. Being in a movie with Clint Eastwood, he'd probably rather forget. <laughs> Which even warranted his sequel. They're the gingers of the monkey kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think gorillas and chips, like gorillas are like the the big, the big tough guy standing there, like nobody wants to fuck with that guy. And the chips are just assholes. But then the orangutan comes walking up, hey fellas. He's like, oh Jesus, this fucking guy. I saw a video online. <laughs> Uh, this week, there was uh, silverback gorillas just kind of marching through a little area, and there were people filming them. There was like this, the guy laying on the ground, and he had his boom mic out, recording them as they go by, and the gorilla just walks by, looks over at him, grabs his pant leg, and just walks with him for like 15 <laughs> feet. 
Hey, buddy. Just like it was nothing. It just had two fingers holding on to him. So fucking That makes strong, you realize, dude. like, you're a piece of shit. If he wanted to rip your head off and fuck the hole, he could do it. <laughs> he would have a tiny dick while he was doing it. But the ball slapping up against your chest whenever whenever he's doing it. That'd make that uh, that that cause some impact, some post mortal bleed, mortal well, mortal that, bleed. If that if it's that one chimp, if it's that one gorilla from Japan, oh the dreamy one, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, all right, dude, sir. that vanilla, that vanilla, that gorilla is so <laughs> sexy. He is, he's a vanilla gorilla. I'd like to go <laughs> <laughs> vanilla gorillio. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> Every time I Back see to Trump, whenever uh, the, the, they just play this all the time around that gorilla, <laughs> shooting in the blue steel. <laughs> the gorilla wears like that old tux that Marvin Gaye used to wear, and he, as the day goes on, he just peels it off. <laughs> That's a long clip. I did not know that clip was that long. Didn't even let it go to get. Let's get it. Let's Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a gorilla. This guy with his jokes. <laughs> J-Mo, I feel like I'm in an episode of the Banana Splits. <laughs> JMO has bought his own soundboard. An analog 99 cent. <laughs> it plays the best sound. Dollar fucking store awesome. Sound machine. <laughs> the name of the brand is Sound Machine. <laughs> Wait a second. They should slap a Miami on some of that and <laughs> merchandise that shit. Speaking of merchandising. You beat um, me to that joke so fucking bad. I was like, ah, he got it. Speaking of merchandising, my friend and colleague, um, Gene Simmons, his house was raided on suspicion of having child pornography. Really? Yes. I don't want to, as much as I dislike Gene Simmons, <laughs> and I really do, I don't want that to be true. Well, I, I think the whole story is. Uh, I don't want anybody ever. No, no, you know what I mean. No, yeah, no, yeah, you know what I mean. Like some people are like, ah, fucker. No, I'm like, no. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> yeah, kids suck ass. <laughs> but um, and they do suck. Oh yeah, terrible. They're awful. I mean, yeah, well, let, let, let me, let me, let me, let me preface. Let me be clear. <laughs> they got some decent jams that well, I yeah. can when I'm drunk. Uh, I can handle. Well, let's, let's list them. It's Rock always it's always night. nice to have a the great best song of and part of every day. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's great to have the best of kiss. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, for that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you got rock and roll night. That's a great song. I love it loud. It's a great song. Um, uh, lick it up. Lick it up. Have you ever seen that fucking lick video? It's the creepiest. It is video the worst seen. fucking video. I could only I masturbate could... it to it once. <laughs> Gene Simmons is like he's got that chest hair pulled out and he's got those little spindly arms but yet he's somehow a big guy it's really fucking creepy looking, it's dude. as bad as the journey video where they're miming playing instruments on a dock somewhere and the someday love will and steve perry is just steve perry in the fuck out of it well he always steve perry's the fuck out of it buddy he's you he, know who steve perry's are pretty good who that little asian feller they got singing for him now he's he does a pretty they got good an asian guy singing a little for asian feller about two feet tall Short people <laughs> two, got two feet tall. No reason. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to go punch them. <laughs> yeah, we we have to make the videos where you go around mush mouthing short people. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm Chucky Tater Sex. I'm here to mush mouth short people. <laughs> what of it? You want to fight about it? 
Where's the rest of you? <laughs> Still my favorite. <laughs> no, uh, Bernie, feel the burn. Uh, <laughs> don't ever play that after I say Bernie again. <laughs> we'll fight. No, um, Bernie, if you've noticed, has not gone after anybody. Yeah, he, until recently, he dodged. He would dodge negative questions, negative questions, right. and talk about issues. Like whenever they would ask him about Hillary, and that's Clinton. how he still does it. I mean, he still says, like, but he, I guess, got sick of Trump shit mm-hmm. and just unloaded on him and said he's a fucking bigot. He's you know he's the worst part of everything that's America. He's it's he said it is a disgrace that he's leading the polls. And Bernie again knocks it out of the park. I mean, he's the in in my opinion, and I hope that a lot of us at this table share this this opinion. In my opinion, he is the only guy to vote for. I mean, he's he's really the only candidate we've got because Hillary, even if you like her, still evil. Well, she's still one of the neo patricians. She's one of them. She she she's a social climber. She's you know um, she's one of them. Mm-hmm. Bernie, even though he has money, is one of us, and he understands. You know. One of the best things he said is, nobody in America should go hungry on a a 40-hour-a-week job. Nobody. And he really believes that. Well, I mean, if you if you want to make money, you got to learn to do something. You got to take don't just flip burgers. Johnny Burger Flipper and Jenny Fry Cook. I would rather work digging ditches than work in a goddamn fast food restaurant, especially. Well, yeah, but it's not for the same pay. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. One of the reasons people don't want to work in fast food restaurants is because why, how society looks down on it. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're, even if that's all you can do and you're eking out a living, they'll still treat you like dog shit. You know, and even in a, you know, I'm a cook, and I worked at a Hooters, and the kitchen's open. You don't know how many people I wanted to grab by their face and dunk them in that fucking fryer and just let the bubbles just stop rolling because their face is cooked. It was so fucking bad. Because it's usually an ignorant fucking redneck sitting at the fucking bar. Hey, buddy, working hard. <laughs> and he, like, elbows his buddy like that's a funny thing to fucking do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, let me go dip my balls in your fucking wings. I'll be right back. Mm. Ball wings. Got that sauce on them. Yeah. That's the only way I order them. Mm, I love Could you have some... the cook dip his balls all over my wings? <laughs> and I said, yes, sir, you got it. Is the cook's balls shorn? <laughs> Because if they're short, I don't want to. This is important to me. I need you to write this down. You know those people? (laughs) Dude, they're the worst. The mashed potatoes cannot touch the gravy. (laughs) There was a guy, and I so wanted to be Dane Cook on waiting. He came in the place I work, and he said, I want all those meats cooked well done. And if they're not, I'll file a complaint with corporate. He fucking said this. I said, yeah. I'm going to shit in your fucking chicken and dumplings. I wish I could have done that. I wish I could have been that guy and then watched him eat it. Because that's the kind of fucking people they are, you know. I think you would notice shit and chicken. No, I I would hide it well. It'd just be a drop. It doesn't have to be a steaming load. I know my shit's in that chicken and dumplings. I think I would have just put a steaming load of... Semen into his chicken and dumplings because it matches, sir. Well, that's no challenge, sir. You don't want to give him that sweet <laughs> semen, not for free. <laughs> I've got a limited number of sperm, sir. I'm going to waste them on that fucking guy. Yeah, they, there's, something's got to go on his chest at the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
They're silly gooses. Do you find that uh, certain certain restaurant chains are better? Like, are you treated more with more respect at a place like, you know, like Hooters, just uh, like you know, a sit down restaurant versus fast food? Uh, it all depends. They're all pretty much. It is a mixed bag, but it's a mixed bag of broken donuts as opposed to getting a real one. It's like as in. Some of them are pretty good, but none of them are great. And it's not that the management, it's not the management's fault in a lot of ways. It's the nature of the business. Are you talking about the, before I finish, are you, are you talking about the, how the people treat you or how the management Yeah, just sort of the you? stigma that just people have. No, the stigma is always the same. Yeah. It's always the same. They think that what you could do, that a machine could do, that a monkey could do. And I have to tell you, I've done it. And I've, and I've said this a hundred times ad nauseum. I have swung a sledgehammer for 10 hours straight. I have worked in a foundry. I have done every physical job, dangerous job that you can fucking think of. Shit that would... Seriously, I've seen guys pass out with heat exhaustion and stuff like that with the jobs I do. And I would rather do that all day than do a kitchen for two hours. Because oh. a kitchen is that fucking bad. Like you have asshole customers you can't say anything to. You've got shithead servers who are getting barked at by the asshole customers. You've got area managers coming in who run a restaurant from a fucking spreadsheet. So they're telling you, well, we need to do this and this. I had a fucking guy come in and tell me my pancakes were too big when I'm getting ass raped on a fucking Friday night. And I looked at him and I said, are you fucking serious with what this What a shit? terrible time to, to... I said, are you fucking he's, serious he's with this? sitting there getting <laughs> raped in the butt and your manager comes. Why, why didn't he stop him first? It's just ball and asshole. He was measuring. He was measuring my pancakes with this thing, and I'm looking at him. <laughs> no wonder they were off. All the thrustings. Yeah. Yeah. Knocking. Hey, come on, man! No, um, I, I have noticed that before, like in restaurants, where people who feel powerless in every other aspect of their life, they feel like they can go, you know, go into a place like that, and they have some right to, you know, exert some power over absolutely some employee there. Good call. It is. It's just not following the golden rule. Do unto others. It's just they don't follow it, even though they well, preach it. You know. Well, no, and they and they and what they do is, and the worst part about it is, is I've been in the game long enough to know the when game. <laughs> I'm. We all talk about it. I'm. I'm saying they know. We know when you're pulling bullshit on us to not give us money. I'm working in a place that sometimes makes two thousand dollars in an hour, and that's a lot of fucking money. And then they say, well, we didn't make food costs. It's like, that's the old fucking food cost dodge. As in, I'm not paying you shit because I create these unrealistic goals that you're never going to fucking achieve. And even if you do, we're going to find some other fucking bullshit reason why we can't give you money. Yeah. So I don't even fucking bother. I'm like, I'm going to cook it how I want it. I'm going to cook it good how I want to eat it. That includes giving somebody a little bit extra. Go fuck yourself. I don't fucking care. And, they, and you know, I was looking for a job when I found this one. And I'm a good enough cook that I could go anywhere. So literally, I've had battles with some of these managers, not the managers who run that store who are cool as shit, guys who are higher up. And I've had major battles in other restaurants with them. Like when I said, uh, you know, I don't, can you measure those fries? And I looked at an area manager at a Chili's and said, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> like in the middle, he's like, you're going to talk to me that way? I said, yeah. I was like, it's a fucking Saturday. It's Saturday lunch. And I'm supposed to measure fucking French fries and put them on a fucking plate? Go fuck yourself. And I start throwing fries. It's a handful. Needless to say, I didn't work there for very long. But, um, you know, they, they, they do that shit. And it's just, restaurants are the worst because 
society, and I know this clip is going long about fucking restaurants. It's okay. But they're one of the last jobs where there's no investigation. There's nobody protecting the workers. Because even if you go to somebody who is the most liberal and uh, and understanding person there is and say, I work in a restaurant, it sucks. Nine times out of ten, even those people are going to say, get a better fucking job. What can you say? Because it's okay to say that to those people. When they have no idea what it's like to be a waitress or a cook or even a fucking busser or a, or a dish tank guy, for God's sake, those jobs are fucking horrid. I mean... I worked where I had to give up Christmases with my family because some fuckhead wants to come in to eat on Christmas at a fucking restaurant. I don't give a shit. Go fucking home. Let us go home. This you know, is a thinly veiled attack on the Jews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go fuck your Hanukkah bush. <laughs> they have bushes? That's uh, a... For, for Jews who want to have Christmas trees, that's what they call them. I Hanukkah prefer bush. my Hanukkah bushes shorn. <laughs> I like it smooth as a Brazilian down there. Again with the shorn. I like it. I like it short but springy. If I see one shorn, I'm all. It's Cookie Monster. Speaking of cocksuckers, Jared, eat fresh. Was eating fresh and not. I stole your joke. I'm sorry. And not at the. Restaurant. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, he traded child pornography. I don't know the specifics. He traded child pornography, and he uh, there's a series of text messages and emails where he's talking to his buddy about how he got set up with a 17-year-old and banged her, and he wishes she was younger, and he asked the girl if uh, he could hook her up with her 16-year-old friend. And he ends up banging her. So there's at least two children that he's fucked. See, I also read, no, I don't, I don't know if it was him That's or his fucking buddy. That's sickening. But he would, uh, I don't know if it was him or the, the guy that they previously arrested that was connected with him somehow. But he yeah. would set up all of his, uh, like, conferences and shit around. Eating fresh. Eating. <laughs> around, you know, his reservation of a youngin. This will kind of go. Hand in hand with what I'm getting ready to bring up, something we didn't talk about before we started. I'll bring it up here in a second. Um, it's a sickness. Get rid of them. They don't deserve to be in our society at all. You know, um, especially. Okay, let me say You're pedophile shaming. <laughs> That's going to be a thing for the end of the year. I've already read things about it. Bullshit. I've already read things about it, but it's pedophiles like Namble and stuff. Um, Coming out against pedophile shaming, they're they're thinking they can get an edge on the market for the PC group, but I don't think anybody's ever going to no, get that. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's ever going to buy buy that particular brand. Hey, everybody's all PC flakes. now. It's a different definition of love. Very forceful. Why can't I love someone else who's not aware of all of my actions? <laughs> no, um, Barry's ass under the fucking jail. Death penalty, I think, to people like that. Am I being harsh? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, well. I, I have a I daughter. Think it's, I have a daughter, I so think it's, it's a, immediately gets my back up. What's you know? what's going to happen? He's going to be sentenced to between five and twelve years, and he'll get out in good behavior. Maybe he but, might he might get killed in there. Well, celebrity sees C league celebrity at best, but everybody knows exactly who he is, though. and everybody knows exactly what he's done. So he'll probably be in protective custody the entire time. So 
basically uh, solitary confinement, which is worse than death. Is it? Studies show that it's worse than death. Really? Yeah. So it turns out his initial idea to go on that diet was just the worst mistake he ever made. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd always wanted he, to f- fuck kids, and now he has the money and the resources yeah, and the fame. Exactly. And the power. Yeah. It's the power's intoxicating. No, it's uh, speaking of probably right. I, the, good observation. Jamie. Speaking of cunts who deserve to die, this fucking punk who goes to this prep school who lured this 15-year-old girl and raped her and then said, had the audacity to say they were honored to be targets. And then I said, well, I hope you're going to be honored to be raped a rape target in prison because that's what you deserve, you fucking schmuck, you piece of shit. That fucking kid is one of the reasons why America sucks. Because we have people, yes, exactly. We have people like that running everything. Now, this was the defense, right? Using that, trying to make that argument, right? That they, that the, uh, yeah, it was. It's a time (laughs) honored tradition. The senior salute where the seniors um, rape a child. They they get girls to fuck them. And I got to tell you, that's my daughter's age. There wouldn't need to be a trial. And I hate to say like that. You know, everybody says that, but it's true. I mean, if if somebody had done that to my daughter, I would fucking kill you, and I would kill you. With my hands, called the cops myself and said, come pick me up because I killed this fucking guy and go marching into jail a fucking hero. Because guys like that are honored in jail. You know what I mean? They're you like, would probably get off because there's been a story recently where a guy found a man raping his daughter and he beat him to death or he shot him or something and the cops were like, okay, you're cool. No, there was also, there was a guy. I don't think they even arrested him. They had a... Yeah. Uh, uh, I believe it was it might have been in an airport or somewhere or a store, but he found the guy that molested his son. Yeah, I remember that. And it's, it's a, there's a fucking video, like, mm-hmm. and he and shot him. He just shot him right there and just just filed the gun. a homicide. And that's what killed me was the fact that the ultra left said, "Where's the line? Where's the line where we draw? Your fucking kid is the line. If that mm-hmm. was your kid, what the fuck would you do?" Yeah, fucking kill him. And I'm not gonna. I'm not even just gonna get mad at him. And say shame on you, sir. No, you're a fucking dead man. And if I can get my hands on you, you're fucking. You dead. will do it again. That that kid, he'll do it again and yeah. again and again and again. I'm doing again. society a favor and avenging my child all in one go. Uh, and I I read the list. I don't remember most of them now. Of people, really powerful people that have graduated from that school. John Kerry. I don't. There's know. like a list of like powerful people yeah. that were in that school did they do the same thing you see I, that dude it makes me think about all the fucking skullduggery that goes on with these fucking people you know what i mean like you want to think that it's not true you want to think the that illuminati this, and- yeah that all that shit can't happen that there's the fucking eyes wide shut party where somebody's getting fucking blown and it's a fucking sex party and these people are you know you give people enough power the roman emperors are a fucking proof of this you give enough people enough enough power enough money they'll fucking do anything because they think they can get away with it and there's a there on uh it was on smartest guys in the room about enron it was it was called i can't remember the the scientist who did this study and merle haggard (laughs) it sounds like something he'd do well it was all no that's david (laughs) Alco. um but they had a guy in another room and they would Say they're shocking them by pressing this button by yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah by reading in questions. If they got it wrong, you shock them. They found that sixty percent of people would shock to the death as long as the okay came from an outside above them source. 
dude, who they he, who they deem to be in charge. Exactly. As long as the con- it's a consequence free environment, they'll do that shit. And that's what those people are. Those those young men are operating in a consequence free environment. And I hate for I would hate for them to have to use that defense. Well, these kids didn't know. Good. Take them out of fucking society because you don't want those kind of fucking people to have power. Remember a couple years ago, I think it was like in Texas, this 18-year-old or 20-year-old somewhere in there got drunk, slammed his car and killed like a few people. He got off off because of rich rich entitlement. Yeah. He was unaware of his actions. And whoever excused him, and but I'm sure some pockets were lined. I mean, this is is America. The The justice system is for sale. So... The whole thing is fucking ludicrous. I mean, I, I hate to be on a... I How are you going to tell me that my rims ain't clean? <laughs> How are you going to act like my neck don't bling? <laughs> Anytime somebody says ludicrous, we say a ludicrous line. <laughs> you got anything, Jamie? I was just going to freestyle. But oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <that's okay. laughs> Doing 1040s all day long. Very good. Doing more 1040s after that. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a genius. Greatest rapper of all time. Who's that? Right there, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, there you go. Jeremy Morriston. Jeremy Morriston. With a T. Struggle is real. Struggle is real. Um, What were we talking about? Cunts. Uh, The kid who. Yeah, um, that guy's probably not going to have a very good time in prison. I hope he gets raped every day. But here's. Okay. Remember uh, Mary Kay Letourneau or any of these teachers that fuck kids? Yeah. Is it okay to hope that they get raped every day in prison? In our society, no. You can't say that. Because like the footlong jokes with uh, Jared? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be getting a footlong now? Yeah. Is that all, as long as it's a man getting raped. Yeah, that's perfectly okay. fine. But a, a woman getting raped, it's, it's out of I'm, I'm actually okay with it in like, the whole child molester jail thing i don't give a fuck i don't know that guy so fucking yeah everybody uh, just fucking ream that thing out and spit into it i don't care yeah i mean I, but i just think you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call up a, a nerd reference that's where i'm gonna call a uh, ned stark decision where you you take them out on the fucking block you read them their what they've done and you do it without either passion or prejudice you look at them and say you're gonna die now and that's the punishment you've earned Make peace with whatever gods you have because you're getting ready to fucking meet them. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, I love that. That's If you've ever watched Game of Thrones, and I know people who listen to this show probably do, um, there is that awesome line. There's the first episode where Ned takes that guy's head off from him from the Night's Watch. Not because he wanted any kind of revenge. That was his job, A. And B, the guy broke the law, which is to run for the Night's Watch's death. That's what you do. I'm saying that these crimes they've committed deserve death, yeah. but not pun- not torture. Quick, swift, get it over. Take their head off, you know. And then again, it happened again. Jon Snow, who was raised by Ned Stark, that guy <laughs> refused an order, so he took him out back, and he said, "Stretch your neck out." <laughs> <He's> <laughs> no, like, he's, like, he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's just like, and he's like, "Bend your head over so I can get a better stroke, or it's going to take me more than one." And you don't want me to do that. And then he and then he said, he's like, please, it's like if you have any gods that you pray to, I'd pray to him right now because you're getting ready to meet him. And, that was, and he took his head off and he handed his sword and he walked back. And that was the most awesome fucking thing ever. Nobody's ever looked as handsome whenever they chop somebody's head off. Either. No, they don't. Kit Harrington. Mm, Kit Harrington. Mm. 
Have you seen that thing he plays in uh, with uh, Andy Samberg on HBO? I haven't watched. About the tennis rivalry. Yeah, it's up. It's fucking hilarious. They're like a. Andy Samberg's playing the sort of an Andre Agassi type dude. Yeah, yeah. And Kit Harrington's like the young up and comer uh, tennis guy. It's like a an hour long mockumentary type thing, real sports type deal. That's fucking awesome. I yeah, it's see great. McEnroe's in it. Everybody's in it. It's really fucking funny. I love Andy Samberg. Yeah, I don't think he gets his due. I really don't. Hey, he should. the The fucking Lonely Island's hilarious. Uh, Every, hot, most of the shit he rod. did, hot most rod of the shit he did on on uh, Saturday Night Live was great. The dick in a box and fucking all all the digital shorts he did. Yeah, um, the sleepy guy. On <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about? How was I not in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Step into the you, cage. You know what the funny, one of the funniest things he did was he didn't even hear his voice. It was on fucking Neighbors. Where it showed the evolution of their fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> he took a drink of that beer and he went, Fuck yeah! He's like, Hold that damn steady. Snorting coke off that girl's leg. And then the next one was the 70s and it was the guys from fucking uh, Workaholics were fucking invented beer pong. That yeah. one guy still had the hair. He's got a fucking bandana on. It's fucking great. That was the most clever fucking movie. It was a really good movie. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Zach Efron, he's a piece of A, huh? Yeah. He certainly is. What did he say? Like, your whole body is an arrow pointing towards your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron kind of, uh, he kind of smacks of. Uh, We've talked about this yeah, he, so many times. We, we have, we have. Sorry. Like a chubbier version. A less Zach Jewy. Less Jewy. Yeah. <laughs> I still like salmon. Seth Rogen, you don't see it? Oh, I was. Trying to find Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little bit late with the effects, but I'll fix that in post. Okay. What else we got? Um, there's speaking of child molesters, uh, our friend and colleague Josh Duggar, the whole big Ashley <laughs> Madison uh, leak scandal. He got out ahead of it and uh, decided that he was going to come out and say that he's been unfaithful to his wife. And he had two Ashley Madison accounts. And uh, his wife says, it's, it's my fault. Isn't it just delicious? I just have to take the, the, the sugar-coated irony of him preaching so heavily against homosexuality. Then it comes out that he molested children. Then it comes out that he's trying to get pussy on the sneak tip. Well, uh, when when the thing awesome. that came out where he was molesting his sisters, he was all about the sanctity of marriage. That's what it was. He was traveling. He was doing a like a U.S. tour of the sanctity of marriage. Like he held conferences in 2012. The, the sanctity the, of marriage tour. Who the fuck does that? Who the fuck does that? Christian, sir. Dumbass. There's fucking dude. The people on the right. You know, uh, it's not all of. It's not all people no, on the right. It's not. It's not. It's the super duper. Um, I'm against gays, so you can't be gay, right, and you right. can't get married, because that makes Jesus have a sad. Right. <laughs> you know what? I like the people on the right who do this. Well, you're not Christian, you don't believe? No. Okay, that's fine. That's, you know, that's cool. It, like, that's what I believe. Or even... That's not what you Even have if to they believe. say that, and they're like, well, if you ever have any questions about it, I'd be more than happy to talk to you. That's actually that cool, That is too. good. I've actually heard that lots of times, where they say... You know, if you ever want to talk about it, it's cool, you know. But what you're, what, you know, even though I don't agree with what you do, 
that's awesome. I don't care. That does not affect me. You know, that affects you. That's yeah. it. That's the end of the conversation. You know, that's that's they're supposed to be libertarians. Still, like if if it has no effect on you, if he, if they're not sixty nining in your front yard and making your children watch, which does happen from time to time, it does happen sometimes. From time. That was just me and you that one time. And the uh, whose yard were we in? It was. Uh... <laughs> I remember gravel. <laughs> There was gravel. I think we might have been in like a parking lot of something. Yeah. The Walker Machinery parking lot. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> no, um, it's like the people, and I heard something. I actually got, somebody had said something to the effect of, well, the left wing hates so much. They're so full of hate. I'm a lot like, of them are. They are. Like okay. the super, the, the yes. people that, yes. you you can't make fun of Caitlin. Yeah, those people, they hate okay. a lot. But... To even bring the suggestion that the right hates not at all is asinine. I mean, that's just, you know, it's. I couldn't wrap my head around that. I was like, it is laughable buffoonery. (laughs) (laughs) Buffoonery. It's a Rangatan esque. (laughs) Gingers of the monkey world. (laughs) It's still getting me. Hey, fellas. <laughs> do you do you think that uh, like Ameri- the American political culture uh, is hindered? We're hindered because it's too much of a black or white, not racial thing. But, yeah, yeah. No, but either right. one or the other. Like we have a big. It's, it's a big two party system. Absolutely. Versus you know a lot of other. It keeps a lot of common sense out of the equation. Because you have two extremes yeah. vying for the office. And then you have two extremes who have money vying for the office who can buy the elections. So it's more of a, either you're with us or against us when there's only you know, Absolutely. Two. I mean, y- th- there has to be some moderate. There has to be, you know, y- you can pick and choose what you like. That's the essence of politics. Pick and choose what you like, what's going to make things go best. I pick and choose. Drugs are all legal. Punish. Uh, violent criminals harshly, but swiftly and justly. You know, no fucking drawn out torture on that shit. People, oh, we should torture them. No, you don't torture anybody. You just off with their head and get it fucking over with. A society should take care of its people because a society and a country cannot exist without its people giving its money to said society. You know, on the other hand, the people in the society owe the country everything if it comes down to it. You know, that's the difference between the the 30s and 40s generation and now. So everybody's me, me, me. And back then, you know, World War II hit, man. They, they, they had to turn people away from the recruiting stations, you know, because it was, it was that big, you know. So everybody felt a sense of, we're in this together, you know. Now it's, we're, we're in this together as in my party, but you fuckers want to tear it down. You can't have that. You can't have that shit. You're, you're so down each other's throats Lewis Black said it best. He said, the conversation has gotten so out of fucking control. They're so down each other's throats that we can't have any fucking direction. Because you can't do anything. You cannot. If I were a Republican, never happened. But if I was one and I showed up tomorrow with schematics and a working model of a fusion reactor, some fucker in the Democratic Party would vote it down. And likewise for the Republican (coughs) Party. Yep. I mean, if I could say... We have enough 
free power that the whole world can move beyond this petty nonsense and become like it is in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of the reason why West Virginia hasn't moved on from coal yet, uh, is not only because of the people who are like jobs, 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 yeah. But the politicians are feeding that, feeding that. This is this is all you can do. You, you guys, you guys mine coal, and that's it. And when coal's done, you guys can collectively go fuck yourselves. Well, we should have known that when the water got poisoned and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, that guy's only getting like three months. It, that's what I'm saying. But, but the con- even the people outside the country, that's something I, I even had issue with Colbert with. You know, I love Stephen Colbert. I really do. And I, I think he's a great guy. But even, He did a great thing this week. He did. He did. I love that. Uh, I want to get into that because my mom was a teacher. But um, the fact that we are seen as less than human because we're Appalachian people who have no intelligence, we have nothing, that we've been cast in this role for so long that even people on the outside believe it about us. Even yeah. people, and, and the people who, who live here even believe it. And they believe there's some kind of nobility in extreme poverty and going into a hole and killing yourself for a company who's, going, who's not going to pay you shit as opposed to we're not fucking doing anything anymore until you fucking pay us a wage and take care of our health. And we did it. We, we did that thing before. We had a yeah. fucking war. Yeah. Not we, the royal we. Yeah. We had a fucking war with the coal barons. Mm-hmm. And, and won. won. Yeah. But then we just let them steadily. That shows you what rednecks can do if they in. want. Absolutely. That shows you what we can yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, rednecks can do. I'm not yeah. really redneck, but this is kind of, well, not really off this. I'm sorry. I've no, completely but, taken this. This is why we do this. I haven't played the theme music. Let me just one second, J Mo. I'll let you get to your point. Go ahead. I forgot to do this last week, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some. <laughs> Definitely going to get some hate mail about it. All right. Uh, speaking of coal barons, uh, just a really crazy random thing happened. I happened to be. Um, I went to the state fair this past weekend. Ooh, jealous, jealous. Well, give me a funnel cake. Ever heard of it? Uh, Elephant <laughs> ear. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's where the rich people go. Delicious. But anyway, I, um, you know, afterwards in the evening, I, I stopped by. A, it was a snowco station in uh, in White Sulphur Springs. You know, which is a few miles from the Greenbrier. Why gotta be White Sulphur Springs? Why can't it be Black Sulphur well, yeah. Springs, dog? Why does it have to be the green bride? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, Irish. But uh, but anyway, uh, you know, just parked outside the Sunoco station and uh, black BMW pulls up. And, uh, you know, you, you, it's not ran, it's not you know uncommon because it's near the green bride. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, first the passenger uh, gets out and she's like a middle-aged um, uh, Asian lady. Um, you could tell, you know, she's dressed very nice. But then, then the driver gets out to uh, stretch, and it's uh, it's actually Don Blankenship. Oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> I would have yes. cussed him to a fly wouldn't fucking land on him. It was just, I mean, that's it. But it was just... <laughs> it was, and I was, but, but for, like, for, really for a split second, like, you know, that, that's a random thing. This and Do I, I mean... And I was, I was torn. Like, do I need to do something? Do I need to, do I need to <laughs> yeah. say something to him? I don't. Or should I write cunt on his car while he's in there buying juicy fruit? Yeah. <laughs> but it was just a random thing. You see him coming out. You're just coming around the top of your seat. <laughs> I thought I had more time. 
He walks at a much faster pace than one would perceive. I mean, all that evil probably makes you pretty strong. I guess I should have accounted for that. Dude, I, I, I spent an hour trying to find anywhere that there is a solar, like to get so, a solar power job or a wind mm-hmm. power job in West Virginia, and there really isn't any. Well, Not even as an installer or anything. I was like, what the fuck are we I doing? I saw facts and figures some fucking right-wing person put it. They said, well, it costs this much hydrocarbons and this much to, to put this shit together. Yeah, I'm saw like, that. yeah, because you... So what? I mean, this is building towards it, something where it's... Isn't that the whole uh, story thing that I saw where it, a windmill will never recoup the energy that, yeah. energy that it takes to make it? Yeah. I snoped it. It's a mix. It's not true or false. Really? Yeah, as far as Snopes goes. As far as they know right now. Right. I don't know, man. I, I think that... And I again, uh, I have family go back generations coal miners. I respect the people who do the job. It's a hard fucking job and it's dangerous. I know guys who do coal mine now. And, I'm, and I don't want to ever them to think that I'm attacking what they do. I'm attacking the mentality that if you sign on and say that's all I'm fit to do, they're going to keep doing that to you. It's okay to stand up and say, you know, I do this for a job, but I deserve to be treated with some kind of respect and paid a wage. That's a good wage. Man, They, could, you know how much we have pulled, and I've said this so many times on this show, but it's true. We have pulled one of the greatest mineral wealths in the history of the world out of the West Virginia Hills. And we are still poverty-stricken with all the worst parts of poverty. I mean, illiteracy, obesity, uh, you know, so many things. And people can't even see it. And once you try to point it out, you're the asshole. Yeah, you're all of a sudden an asshole because Billy just got a job in the mines and he just bought a new truck and still lives with his parents. Yeah. That's usually what I see an 18-year-old. He still lives with his parents, and then he gets laid off for six months or yeah. so, however long it is, loses his truck, gets brought back to work. And it's it's not a great – it's a great way you're not laid off. Right. And I can I can uh, relate to that yeah. right now. But when you get laid off, and it happens every day, and they run away with their money, the uh, Patriot just did that, just ran away with their money. That, and that's what they do. Like and- got Billy – like. Uh, not, maybe not billions, but like a giant bonus. Yeah. Whenever the guy stepped down or whatever. Yeah. Like, Jesus, but fucking Christ. And that's what they do. Like, and then they, and once you attack them, or you know the EPA and all that stuff. EPA is running them out of business, and they. Blah, blah, blah. No, they're not. No, they're not. All they're doing is saying, clean up the fucking air, clean up your fucking mess. That's the only thing we want you to do, and pay your people a decent wage. And those, and it's the same fucking people. Every time we say, you know, well, you defend them, they're taking my job away. No, the coal company's taking your fucking job away. Yeah, because they can do because it. Because they can do it, because they can afford that. They, they, can, they can afford to fix the problems. Whatever, whatever the EPA wants them to do, they can afford to do it. Not only that, but they're pleading poverty sitting in the $30 million mansion in Tidewater, Virginia. You yeah. know what I mean? Meanwhile, you can't afford to eat. Your kids are going hungry. They, you don't have fucking clothes on your back because they don't want to fucking pay you. And because if you threaten to unionize, they'll just shut the mine down. They, we are exactly back to fucking square one where it fucking started, where we eventually had to, you know, if they could, if they could, those fucking coal mines would pay you in script again. They would fucking oh, yeah. do that. They would in love a to do that. 
They would love to do And that. I actually got an argument. I threatened the one of the only people I've ever threatened over a Facebook post. One kid posted something one time and said, I'm sure that coal mine system was better than what they had in place before. I sent him a private message and said, dude, why don't we ask my grandmother who was alive during the time, and if you ever defend those fucking bastards who destroyed so many families and killed my great-grandfather, I'll beat the fucking shit out of you when I see you. And he, he, he said, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I said, yeah, because you talk out of your side of your fucking mouth and you don't fucking know anything. He was from Ohio. He didn't fucking know anything. You know, they barely have coal mining there. Yeah, it's not much. We, we, we hardly ever send anything to Ohio. It's mostly Kentucky and Indiana. Yeah. And they're, Illinois even. Yeah, and they, they have economies that are pretty much stay robust because they don't depend on that because they had enough common sense to defend themselves in the economic equation. So... But you're, that's the kind of mentality you're dealing with is people defend J.P. Morgan. They defend the Rockefellers. They defend those people who are fucking criminals, you know, and have a bigger body count than any fucking mafioso. But because what they did is inside the law, it's okay. Oh, they're job creators. They're this, they're this. No, they're fucking scumbags. They've always been scumbags. And now they're sitting on $400 million for the rest of their fucking family. But we need those scumbags, they'll even argue sometimes. Yeah, the uh, the people that are always are always on their side. Yeah, yeah, they always defend. Them. Pay more taxes. Yeah, than the people running those companies. Yeah, and they don't understand why that's fucking bullshit. That's Bernie. One of the things I love about Bernie: these companies aren't paying taxes. <laughs> They're not paying a dime in taxes. <laughs> I pay more taxes than uh, who's that uh, feller that runs Facebook? Tom Zucker. Zuckerberg, Berg, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg. Tom. I went back to Facebook yeah. or uh, uh, MySpace. Yeah, we, I've just been ranting like a, up a storm this time. I'm sorry, guys. Have, you, have you seen the theory that uh, Bernie Sanders is actually Larry David? <laughs> <laughs> I can and see I wish that. It, I wish that were so. That would be awesome. Somebody's got to do like I know uh, James Adomian. He's a comedian. He does a good oh, uh, Bernie Sanders. Does he? Somebody should do like a he should do a Larry David Bernie uh, Sanders. like a uh, curb your enthusiasm <laughs> with, thing with, uh, as Bernie Sanders. <laughs> they should have Trump on there and just music that plays when he's. That's a brilliant show. How, how does the curb? What's the curb? Uh, I don't remember the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song. Oh, shit. Just be my fucking ringtone. <laughs> that was a great show. Goddamn, I love that show. Remember when he was dying? Or he thought he was dying? And Susie, Larry, he's like, Because uh. <laughs> she talks so much shit to him. It's probably you that got, got us kicked out of that country club with your big Jew face hanging out. She was such a cunt. He bought Jeff all that cake, and she got so pissed off. Look at him. He's a fat fuck. That's, that's the theme. Brilliant show. Don't see why you guys don't like Seinfeld. I do like Seinfeld. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. I like Seinfeld a lot. Um, well, like I, uh, I never actually really watched it. Like, I watch it whenever it's on. Like, if it's playing in the background, I can't take a nap. Because I want to roll over and watch it. What do you think of the Seinfeld theme song? Best ever? Well, oh, it's up there. Definitely. Well, my favorite theme song is um, 
As long as we got each other, <laughs> we got the word. That yeah, one. Back in those days, uh, the theme songs used to be a lot longer. They were like three minutes. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. Intros. And Alan Thicke wrote them all. Yeah. Yeah. TV's Dude, Alan Thicke was like fucking. Alan Thicke. He was Maggie, the, I don't understand what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what do you think the Seinfeld theme's the best? It's the most uh, uh, recognizable, unique, iconic. I yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you instantly think Seinfeld when you hear. I think it. Yeah, I mean, I would say that as theme songs go for. It's I'd, I'd say it's hands down. I mean, you can just play that and be like, it's Seinfeld, you know. Well, people around our age, do you realize there's? <laughs> huh? What do you guys think? That show was a shit ball. Oh, you shut your mouth! <laughs> Kelly Kapowski's always in the spank bag. What? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't say that. She only got better looking. Yeah, yeah she got bigger tits. Well. She like, got bigger tits as she got older. I have the opposite view. Like I don't like growing up when I was watching Saved by the Bell. Uh, you know, I thought you know Kelly was you know hot, and she was she was my TV crush and everything. But like looking back on it now, I don't know why I thought that. It was just the uh, you know the pressure of the. Uh, you felt as if. If if you just said Lisa Turtle, yeah, there'd have been a little bit of shaming. Yeah, Lisa exactly. Turtle. Hey, she's a, she she was a smoke show herself. She's terrible. Something now. happened to her. Ooh, she it's not the, good. She she done went and got the vitiligo. No, her <laughs> like I think plastic surgery. Oh really? Went bad. Like went really bad on her. I didn't I didn't really notice that, but like she looks oh, yeah. substantially whiter. Yeah, her face is completely different. I mean, she was a gorgeous it's, girl. All all those women on there were gorgeous women. You know, I mean, oh, the king of queens chick, oh, Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Oh god, she was hot as f- she's hot as fuck now. Yeah, she's still hot as fuck. Let's talk King of Queens. Great fucking show. How Doug ha- Doug Heffernan ever pull that? Huh? It's just it's a long line of fat guys getting hot wives. <laughs> Stretches back to Mister <laughs> Frederick Flintstone. Uh, the feminists hate that too. It goes it goes back to honeymooners. Yeah, what they, so. they hate the fact that a hot woman is dating a fat guy. Yeah, that's just fat guy shaming. That's what that is. Yeah, but um, it also it actually happens in real life. Maybe not every time on every sitcom, but it actually happens. I've done it. Well, Cramden was nothing but a wife beater. We just didn't see it on camera. <laughs> yeah, they'd cut away. One of these days, Ellis. Pow, zoom. <laughs> they cut away as he's got her in full mount. Just throw, <laughs> he's getting ready to throw the first elbow down. <laughs> Crack the bridge of her nose. See that shit when they had the PC on Family Guy. One of these days, Alice, I'm gonna buy an American car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. It's fucking hilarious. I love the the Christian version of Cosmos Family Guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Where they what? Yeah. Family Guy did a Christian ver- version. I haven't seen this. That sounds Cos- like a it was gold like mine. it was just like a little. Clip right, yeah. In the middle of it, yeah. Speaking of that, he actually Seth MacFarlane actually produced the new Cosmos. Yeah, I know, yeah, I, I I remember seeing that because with Sciency Black Man Neil deGrasse Tyson, that guy's fucking awesome. He really is. I mean, he's. I, I love I, you know what I love. The best thing ever 
is when you get a real moron on Facebook. And the only thing they can say... You're moron shaming. My favorite thing. But they, the only thing they can say is they try to rely on the Bible, and then they get really right-wingy and violent, and you, and you just start hitting them with being a hypocrite about everything they're fucking saying. Yeah. I mean, that's the best part. Like, I remember you got into one, and some guy said, well, we need to get all these immigrants and throw them to the fucking wolves. And that's after he said something like about being a Christian and stuff. Yeah. And Dutch was just like, how Christian of you? And it just kept going. I was just like, how long is he going to get engaged in this? <laughs> Before he just says, uh, this is no joy. I'm pulling out. No, it's, it's really fun because I remember that thread and uh, it was about gay marriage. Yeah, it was. And um, if they want to do that, they should keep it in the privacy of their own home. They shouldn't be allowed to get married, this or that. And I put the entire Different Strokes theme song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I typed it out. <laughs> Didn't you post a picture of the two llamas holding hooves? I think so. These two llamas want to get married. There. That affects you as two men <laughs> want to get married. They always say Not that at all. homosexuality doesn't occur anywhere else in nature, but it, it, it totally does. Yeah, dolphins especially. Yeah. Uh, chimps, monkeys, there's, there's bonobos. Whole, yeah, exactly. There's well, pygmy chimps. There's a whole race of goats. Chimps. John Morgan has like gay a, goats. Well, no. What it is is one of the the chick goats pregnant, so the male goat needs a little bitch, and the little bitch is a neutered male goat to keep him away from. Remember that? That makes me feel kind of <laughs> so creepy. No, so no to keep him away from the pregnant lady goat. Okay. So whenever he gets all horned up or whatever, he goes and fucks the little dude. <laughs> We have a goat. Ow, 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 ow. 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 <laughs> Missed that obvious joke. <laughs> Caught you slipping. Yes, you did, sir. Uh, like bonobos, they f- um the only people the only people the only ones that they don't mix is the mother doesn't fuck the son. Yeah. But the father fucks the son, the brother and sister fuck each other. And uh and there's lots of homosexuality there. They don't even fight. They just no. It's all peace. They settle um, differences between the two um, tribes or whatever by fucking each other. Yeah, and then they fist bump and they walk away. Oh Everybody gets hey, a banana. That's awesome. And they go. They go grab a. Thanks baby. a lot, marbles. They go grab a baby <laughs> chimp and eat it. Dude, have you ever seen that? Like when they do that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Those shit. are also very hard to masturbate to. But you get it done. You can get it. I mean, I mean it's, if it's a, a good four-minute video, yeah. yeah, you can get it done. Yeah, I mean, but you really got to you gotta be ready. Well, you gotta All right, up. here comes the, yeah, yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is when jumper cables must be hooked to your nipples. Yeah. Every time. Sandpaper in your hand. <laughs> oh, God. You remember that from the... Uh, I didn't see oh, it. God. I just remember you guys telling me about it. Uh, the Word. human centipede, you ever seen those? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Where the uh, yeah, like the actual uh, the movies, Japanese movie or whatever. No, it's German, right? It's a German. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it is. It is. God. It's American actors, but they're bad. It's pretty great, and uh, jerks off with sandpaper. God, stomps at, on a baby's at, head. At the, at the end of the movie, he wraps his his dick with barbed wire, and fucks the last person in the in the, in the centipede. <laughs> it's just a fucked up I movie. Can't watch that. <laughs> That's like that David Cross saying the most cunty thing he ever said, which is hard for David Cross because he's a cunt. I like him, but he's a cunt. And he said, my favorite movie is 100 Days of Sodom. Why? Why is that your favorite movie? It's just 
violation of children and making them eat shit and stuff like that. How would you ever think that's good? How is that artistic? You know, it's not. It's just so he can smell his own farts and yeah. jerk off. Yeah, and, and talk it, about his Prius after he gets done. Exactly. I mean, and I love he's he's a funny guy. He's very clever, but he's a cunt. Mm-hmm. He's one of those. Bill Burr seems like a kind of guy who'd be like, you know, he'd go out and have a beer with you and not judge everybody that comes in. Even if he did, it's funny. You know, he's, hey, look at this fucking guy. You know, he's like a, he's like the, well, I mean. Bill Burr goes home and makes pasta. There yeah. you go. That's the a, thing is. <laughs> he really does. If you exclude people by not joking about them, then it's, I don't think that's cool. No. Every, like whenever we had Bonnie and uh, Megan here last week. Yeah. I'm going to crack jokes at them. And they took them they they were wanting more. I was still nervous. I got to be honest. I could tell. Yeah, I know. I, and I tried not to be. <laughs> yeah. But it was obvious. It was even, I, I hope it wasn't so obvious, but I'm just like, I don't but know. But it's, it, I mean, if I joke about everything, I'm not going to exclude anybody from it. Right. It just like uh, there's a story, Rogan was doing a set somewhere and there's a dude in a wheelchair and he went right after him. Like, why should I treat him any different? He's a human being. Mm-hmm. We can make fun of him. And the kid, the guy in the wheelchair loved it. See, that's the thing is, uh, it's like we were talking about Michael J. Fox. And he's the one, he loves Parkinson's jokes. He did an entire run on Curb Your Enthusiasm where he's his upstairs neighbor. He went on Rescue Me too, doing Parkinson's jokes. <laughs> yeah. You know, his show apparently, so you told me, was terrible. Was I never more, watched it. It was bad. It was it, it was, was littered with Parkinson's jokes. It was jokes. all Parkinson's jokes. That's not good. Him trying to serve peas to his family. Like uh, uh, <laughs> they're making they're making spaghetti and, they're making spaghetti and his wife hands him the grated cheese. He's like, <laughs> That's awful. You're good for something. <laughs> I'm sort of glad your brain doesn't work as good no more. <laughs> Bobblehead motherfucker. <laughs> Restless head syndrome. Restless head syndrome. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know, but um, we we kind of went down a we we meandered there. I, I, well, that's what we do. Topic. We don't have topics. You guys know me and JMO used to play in a band together. Is that right? Yeah, we were called Leap Year. That's a cool name. Oh, okay. I'm still thinking Hoobastank. <laughs> yeah, we were in Hoobastank. Yeah. We just did like three dates with as Hoobastank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were the, we were in the original lineup. We were in the Stink. yeah the first lineup yeah. of Hoobastank. We were called Leap Year because the first time we got together to practice was on uh, Leap Day. Okay. The 29th of February, and we were fucking cool <laughs> because we did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, man. Those- we'll just call it Leap Year. Look on MySpace at the time, 37 other bands called Leap Year. We'll just run with it. <laughs> but until we'll we have to change it when we get famous. Yeah. But until we like Google that, it was the most unique, clever we were so band unique. name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Google kills so many kids' dreams. It really does. <laughs> kids can Google, is Santa Claus real now? And their whole fucking hopes and dreams and everything's done. I know, man. They start drinking. Death of the internet. I mean, death of childhood is the internet. Yeah, JMO was the bass player. He played the bass. Uh, I like to use the term bassist. Oh, JMO was a bassist. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't just a uh, a root note thumper. <laughs> no, I played the fifth sometimes. Yeah, he played a fifth every time. Yeah. <laughs> did you use a pick? I did. Well, did I? No. I, sometimes you did. Sometimes you did. Yeah. As far as I remember, I yeah. think you would just throw it down. At some I go point. through phases. 
yeah, it just depends. So what do you think? Pick bass player. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I don't. As long as it sounds good, I'm not. You can use a felt a pick, snob. and it sounds just exactly yeah. like a thumb or a finger. A snob, or you're like a rubber pick, like a flexible rubber pick. Mm-hmm. Sounds even more like a thumb or finger than a thumb or finger. <laughs> yeah. How odd. Yeah. Somehow. We actually uh, we actually made an album back then. I haven't heard. I think I heard it like twice. Gave yeah. them all away as far as was, we never made it. What was it called? Born of Orbit. Born of Orbit. It's kind of had a. Cool I had a. Uh, you had a friend that did the cover art. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the first monkey that went into space, and he did all kinds of cool shit around it. See, we were, cool. we were tying the orbit, the yeah, space see. theme together there. Yeah, <laughs> and we had a song on it called Ghosts, and the reason he wanted Born of Orbit instead of Born in Orbit because it was B O O, and there was a song on it called Ghost. Oh, <laughs> nice. I think I'm, that's actually true. I never, I never realized that. <laughs> I think that's now. actually true. <laughs> wow, that's how fucking uh, we were um, so into ourselves. I think we're like, yeah, man, that's fucking cool, dude. But but all like bands, you know, guys in, or guys or girls in their twenties, you know, I still do it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're sitting here in a semi-professional studio, <laughs> studio-esque type thing. That we don't get paid to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now we've, I think we've come to terms with it. I mean, it's, this is probably never going to be. The gold mine's coming, bud. <laughs> I hope. That would be great. If you, if you called me at work one time and said, oh, here's what I want you to do. If you think I'm arrogant now. <laughs> I'm, willing to, I'm willing to see that, sir. But here's what I want you to do. If we ever get picked up, and you will be the first to know, I want you to call my work and say, I give you the green light. Because <laughs> that means I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna call the area manager from the phone <laughs> in the office and say I need to see you down here. Put it on speaker. You're a fucking cunt. Your restaurant's a piece of shit. Suck my cock. Your mother's a whore. I quit. Your kids are ugly. Um, I'm gonna turn over one of the deep fryers as I'm going out. There you go. <laughs> Clean that up, you fuck. You get some on your foot. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Take, ever thought about what you would do with your time if you had so much money you didn't have to ever work again? Yeah. Like what would you, you know, if you could do what you wanted, what you love. We'd put out five of these a week. Yeah. Um, I, I would, would have blisters a, on my dick. Uh, yeah. yeah, me too. I would open a comedy <laughs> club and get real comedians. Would you stay? And have local guys build a, build, help, well, the scene's already building in Charleston, but help build the scene a little bit more. Would you still live here? No. Do you live now? Well, I mean, in like I would, in, I would in still, West Virginia. Yeah, I, I think so. I like it here. I, I live people. in my stuff. I like here. Charleston. <laughs> I do like Charleston. Yeah, there's parts of Charleston that have really cool places to live. Like, you know, I mean, they got the empty <clears throat> glass. It's the best place to play as a musician, and it's the best place to go mm-hmm. as a music fan. They book in acts the from all over the country. Just a couple weeks Blues ago, Traveler they had Dawes. What after? I didn't know Dawes fucking went there. After they got done on Mountain yeah. Stage, Dawes went over there. Well, I just found out yesterday they played at Mountain Stage a few weeks ago, and now they, you're telling me they 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 any time any time any time anybody plays at the empty at the uh, Mountain Stage, they'll go over to the Empty Glass. Jesus, like Ryan Adams all, always went over. Jason Isbell went over. There's actually video of that um, of Jason Isbell at the Empty, the empty glass. glass with I think with members of Dawes and Randy Gilkey, the wow. the the blind piano player guy from the Boatman. No shit, and, and guitar player. He does all. He's 
Hey, the boatman's fun as hell. Super talented. Comedians too. Didn't Stan Hope play there? Yeah, mm-hmm. Stan Hope played there. Well, Stan Hope played there. Um, he played there back in the day too. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. He doesn't go to actual comedy clubs. He goes to rock clubs. See, that's cool. I like Stan Hope. He doesn't do the um, the thing where you'll have two shows on Thursday, two shows on Friday, three on Saturday, right, right. two on Sunday. He just does one offs everywhere he goes. He called it the Shit Town Tour whenever he came through here because he was just going to the most random pl- like Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. The small, shitty places. He called it the Shit Town Tour. But see, that's the crazy thing is that this is our capital city. Yeah, he's calling yeah, it Charleston the Shit Town. It was just, there was no real, I think he played Morgantown too, actually. Yeah. And uh, the night that Stanhope was here, Bill Burr was in Huntington. And then Stanhope went to Morgantown and Bill Burr went to Morgantown. Yeah. And they see, Morgantown that, that would break my heart to. Know that fucking Bill Burr was in Huntington and I missed him. I didn't you know, even know. Yeah, I had no clue he was in the state of West Virginia. And I listened to his goddamn podcast. Yeah, and he gives his dates out. And I don't remember him ever mentioning. I would do anything. To, I mean, I'd be seriously starstruck. I mean, I, I met Lewis Black and was heart was pounding all kinds of shit. I think it'd be worse for Bill Burr. Like it was, Lewis Black was a great guy. I mean, have I ever told Still this? Still a great guy. Yeah. Have I ever told the story? Oh, when you air? talk to him, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Well, he played. Uh, Clay Center. Clay Center. I was so embarrassed that there were actually seats open. No shit. Mm. Yes. It's Lewis fucking Black. The guy is a comedy icon, you know. <laughs> and what I admired most, other than what he did for me after the show, like when I, when I met him, was he had bit, bits about energy policy. And he was talking shit about oil. And that's a hop, skip, and a jump talking to shit about coal. And didn't back it off. Oil's taking over here. Did not fucking back it off. He's just like, I'm going to tell what I tell, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. You know, that's what I love about Lewis Black. And he knew where he was. I mean, Lewis Black's a smart guy, and he lived in North Carolina for a long time, so he's not that far from here. So he knew what kind of people he was dealing with. And he actually played here when he was younger um, and had been here a few times. But then I met him after the show, and he's, his voice is so big and his personality is so huge, you think he's going to be a big guy. He's a tiny guy. But his hands are huge. Like, I'm not a really big guy. Like, you know, I, muscular-wise, I'm pretty big, but this my hands are pretty average. But his hand was as big as mine, and he's a tiny little guy. And looked like a Jewish baker sitting there. He really <laughs> did. He really did. He smiled, and his eyes kind of disappeared because he's, you know, just very pleasant. Complete 180 from his stage persona. But I came up to him. I told him honestly. I was like, listen, and I remember when I got sober, I lived in Carolina Beach, and that is the most god-awful town ever to get sober in. It's a fucking beach town. Everybody wants to drink all the time, and there's always a good excuse. Hey, it's sunny out. Let's drink. Hey, it's raining out. Might as well drink. Hey, there's a hurricane coming. Fuck it. Let's drink. Sounds like you're in the middle of a shitty Kenny Chesney song. (laughs) Yes, it really (laughs) fucking was, dude. But it was a nice place. But um, So I had to drive to work to Hooters that I hated because everybody disliked me because my self-esteem was so bad. And I had a Lewis Black anticipation CD, and I listened to it over and over and laughed at the same points. And it was the only thing that kept me sane, you know, because I, I was losing it. And I got back and I told him, I was like, Mr. Black, you know, when I first got sober, your comedy was the only thing standing between me and absolute chaos and going back to drinking. I said, you really helped me out. And he looked up at me and it was very kind. I mean, it was an honest, genuine smile. He said, thank you. Like, it was a very sincere thank you. You can tell when somebody's. And then I shook his hand 
And the funniest thing about it was I had a card that I still have that a Republican idiot was passing out for a Senate, for a fucking state Senate run. <laughs> I was just like, he was just like, you want me to sign that? I was like, yeah. He's, I was just like, yeah, he's passing. He's like, yeah, that fucking asshole tried to give me one of these. And he signed <laughs> I still have it. I mean, I have it. It's my bookmark in my John F. Kennedy autobiography. Ooh, Mr. Uh, Reedy Pants yeah, over there. Yeah, that's me. You. But, um, <laughs> um, then as I'm leaving, he calls him my shoulder. He's just like, good luck with that. And it wasn't a mean, good luck with that. No, it's like very yeah. sincere. And I was so, like, I cried. I mean, I was really moved by it. You know what I mean? And he's just an awesome guy. And yeah, Every, everybody I've ever heard talk about him, except for Carlos Mencia, says he's an awesome guy. What did fucking Carlos Mencia have to say well, about well, him? Well, well, I don't know that Carlos Mencia had anything to say about him, but he stole... Uh, a joke from him and put it on on his uh, shitty TV show, and he even did the yeah. Lanterism. That's the thing I do it as a as a you know when I do it I like I just love that. You well, know you, I mean? you always credit him whenever you're yeah done. yeah. Of course, I'm not going to take his joke and then you know because I'm, I'm I would be a shitty comedian, but um, but he's great. But I think even with Bill Burr, I think it would be more so because Bill Burr is my is pretty much my he's a little bit older, forty seven or eight. I don't remember, but he's got that. Powerful personality to just be like, you know, I got to watch kind of what I say, and I'd just be, I don't know, you know, how to talk to this guy because he's so, he's famous and he's, you know, Lewis Black is famous, but he's, he's like the elder statesman type. You know what I mean? You can talk to him and stuff. I, I think Bill Burr would be a rough guy to talk to. Not, not that he'd be a bad guy. It'd just be, you'd, you'd have to really be on your toes because he's so clever. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, you know, yeah. and, sh- and kind of sharp. You know, he's, I'm not, I'm not so sure he's real big on the whole meet and greet thing. He probably isn't. But he, I, I don't know that he isn't. I know he interacts with the his uh, fans on Twitter and stuff and mm-hmm. all that shit. But uh, I'm not sure that he does the whole meet and greet thing. Like Joe Rogan will hang out with his fans, taking pictures with him for three or four hours after he's done. That's awesome, dude. Well, it's but, also but, ridiculous. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean that that's who made him. So. And you guys always talk about Rogan. I'm sorry. I, I'll just say this real quick. Uh, I didn't like him until I started hanging with you guys, and now I love him. I think he's great. So, that's it. Well, the only uh, like famous comedian that I ever met was Jim Norton. Mm-hmm. And like his meet and greet was weird. Like He wasn't sitting. Like I saw the picture that you posted on Facebook. <laughs> he wasn't sitting at a table. He wasn't doing autographs. Or, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, he was doing autographs. You could get autographs, but it was like... 25 seconds. You had like 25 seconds with him. Uh, he wouldn't let you take a picture. You had, you, you know, he had somebody he had a, else, which is cool. It's that's smart. Where, Rogan does that too. You have your own guy there with a camera and he posts them all later and then you go find them. Okay. That's cool. But I felt rushed as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, hey man, you're funny. You're really funny. Uh, like how comfortable you are with yourself. All this and that. And smile, sign this, you know, you're on your way. No, nobody in the history of comedy has ever told more about themselves than Oh, Jesus Jim Christ. Yeah, his, his, dude, he's rough. Like his, his stories. Uh, yeah. The only story I can think of that would probably be rough and Monster rougher. Rain. Was what? Monster Rain. The Monster Rain story is him and his buddy would jerk off together and uh, see so he'd finish first, something like that. I wonder if, if I wonder if there's like an. Well, he talks. He talks about. Bit. He talks about wow. him and his buddies when they were kids, going out behind the school, sucking each other off. I yeah. mean, and he's so comfortable with just saying this shit. His involvement with uh, transvest or uh, trans uh, transgender chicks people, with uh, dicks buzzwords. 
people. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Well, the beginning well, of good one for of him. I mean, that, one of know, his famous, awesome. one of his stand-ups. The beginning of it was a little sketch, and it's just like him waking up, and then he's looking into the camera, talking to you, and you see in the mirror behind of him this chick. I mean, just massive tits, you know, sitting up out of bed, and then she stands up, and you just see in the mirror this huge dick. <laughs> She's walking around, puts her clothes on, and he introduces himself. Was that Bailey J? I'm no, the. The girl on his show? No, it wasn't her. Bailey J. Bailey J. She's a transgender. She's one that'll confuse you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> she's Let me see a picture. <laughs> Look her up. I don't have a phone. I'm talking to him. No. No, I was going to say the the Doug Stanhope story uh, about helping his mom commit suicide. Oh God! It's the funniest but roughest fucking thing. I'm like, wow! And he had to wait so many years before it was fucking the statute limitations for the up. credit card yeah. fraud. Before he told the joke, that's what's so awesome about that motherfucker. Yeah, I like him. I showed a picture of this uh, girl to a guy that I work with. Oh, dude, that was fucking awesome! I know before you even finish. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a tr- he's a truck driver. He's you know he looks like a bulldog. You know. Yeah. I was like, dude, look at this chick. Would you fuck her? Fuck yeah, I'd ram it to her and all this and that goes on. Then you scroll down. Then I scroll down. There's a dick. Nice juicy dick. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to lie, I looked up uh, some videos. There's some videos of her doing very naughty things. I don't think I could watch that. Didn't bother me. Could you watch her fuck another chick? No. She said tits, dude. (laughs) That's That's what I always say. (laughs) I love tits. But. What do you got to say, JMO? Well, the stock market uh, <laughs> dropped like 500 and some points today. Yeah, it did that yesterday too, right? It was, it was like 300. Yeah. So well, uh, you being a smart money Jew, um, how's that going to affect us? Us. <laughs> your, your listeners. The <laughs> That's awesome. We'll be okay. <laughs> That's one of the beauty parts about On a cold and gray Chicago morning, and a little baby child was born in the ghetto. That's the beauty part about being poor. Yeah. Stock market crash. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I don't have any money. Fuck it. I mean, Alabama said it best. Somebody told us Wall Street fell. We were so poor that we couldn't tell. And I fucked my cat and I fucked my dog. <laughs> then I wandered over and I fucked my hog. Those are, those are the right lyrics. They should be. <laughs> I actually like that song. When I was a kid, I don't really listen to Alabama that much anymore. I like Except for around Christmas time, Angels Among Us. There is there is a kind of security about hitting rock bottom in that you already hit rock bottom. You don't have anxiety about yep. getting rock bottom-er. Yeah. <laughs> So. I don't know. I mean, I agree with that provisionally, but I believe that the the bottom's really going to fall out of this cart like pretty soon. That it's going to be really fucking bad. That's just my opinion. I mean, I, that's what I feel. Like I I feel really unless and I and I, and I hate to sound uh, you know stupid or whatever, but unless I think unless Bernie gets in there. I really think we're looking at bad times because if Hillary gets in there, it's going to be more of Republican stonewalling her. It's going to be more of at each other's throats. We, you know, we we might degenerate in our lifetime to the 
first time in American history, really the first time, that politics becomes open open violence between politicians. That'd be awesome. Like in the, what is it, Parliament in England, they fucking fight all the time. They stand up and they scream each other and shit. Yeah. That would make um, uh, C-SPAN way more entertaining. Oh, of course. I mean, like Kramer. Kramer watched Canadian Parliament. Can you imagine how boring that Parliament is? Yeah. We all get along and are really cool. Okay. <laughs> hey, what do you guys uh, what do you guys say about uh, the uh, universal uh, health care there? What do you guys think about that? Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll just no, put it right in. <laughs> I think it's terrific. <laughs> Single payer. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm gonna, that's I'm Canadian, gonna, I'm gonna, Canadian Parliament. I'm going to give... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give a Trump answer to that. I don't think it's very good, and I'm going to replace it some, with something awesome. Can you give us any specifics? Excuse me while just I hold on to, my unicorn. Hold on to your hats. It's going to be great. <laughs> just watch and see. I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. Uh, there was there was a uh, conservative uh, radio host. I saw this earlier in like Iowa or some shit. I don't remember, but he wants to give illegals one month to get out, and once they're not, and once that one month is up, any that are left, you become indentured servants, and you uh, work construction. What the fuck is this country? Slavery. It's just some. It's some really small guy on AM radio in. Um, in Iowa, we need to like send th- him hate mail. What's What's weird about that is he says that, and like a guy was like, "But isn't that like slavery?" Because what's wrong with slavery? But even weirder, all the uh, Republican presidential candidates still went ahead and went on his show after he said that. Did he reference some Bible verse? Probably. Uh, uh, what th- they fucking do? Sure. I mean, if we're gonna go by the Bible, I'm I'm going to hell now because I'm wearing two different types of fabric. That's the f- stupidest fucking argument for anything. The Bible says it. Yeah, the Bible says a lot of fucking things. I'm going to start saying, well, Batman, <laughs> The Dark Knight Returns doesn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Just quote some random book. Yeah. The Iliad says I can take an, uh, an oxide buckler and smock, smack you in the face with it. Well, in Spider-Man, um, <laughs> Spider-Man 1-2, uh, <laughs> it says that uh, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I smell a book. All I really need to know in life, I learned from Spider-Man. <laughs> I want about Uncle Ben. Really, everything I needed to know, I kind of learned by second grade. Third grade, maybe. Yeah. Except for how to jerk off. Oh, yeah. But I think you just kind of figured that out. Aaron, what are you doing over there? I'm trying to find a decent picture of uh, Bailey J. Okay. It's taking that long. Must not be where we make good pe- well, pictures I, of her. Apparently, I couldn't spell her name correctly because I'm. That's a guy. That's a guy. That's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's not a penis, son. So weird. That's a dick. <laughs> where were we? Yeah, that's her. JMO is actively masturbating right now. Passively. <laughs> He's just wearing the flashlight. He's yeah. not working it. <laughs> Going through the motions. Kind of that leisurely. I've got to be at work in an hour. Jerking off. Yeah. Let's get this in so I'm yeah. not cranky. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than being cranky while I'm crunching numbers. Whenever you're crunching numbers, do you wear one of those visors with the green see through? <laughs> Only when I'm uh, working outside. <laughs> I, I never understood the, the banker's visors. Yeah, what's the fucking deal? I never understood the 
the uh, scientific purpose of that. I don't know. I think it's green money, maybe. Yeah. There's no, I, just some guy did it one time, and everybody thought you were supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that easy, really. That's probably what it is. Like one, in baseball, the uh, one time somebody showed up with a little stirrups, and the guy's like, oh, that fucking looks great. <laughs> Let's do that. And they started doing it. Yeah, don't ask why we're doing anything. No, said the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 look over here. Look over here. <laughs> Kid got killed. That's yeah, all right. What do you guys think of Norm as uh, the colonel? Fucking stroke of genius. I love it. I hope they put like two or three more in there, and then there's like a battle royale. <laughs> They're throwing chicken legs at each other. <laughs> Choking each other out with biscuits. Shoving them down. Norm's weird. I, I watched, he's a judge on Last Comic Standing this year. Yeah. And he doesn't just give normal critiques of people's jokes. He said, eh, like somebody told a joke about <laughs> Harry uh, being pestered by Christians all the time, and like then she quoted a Harry Potter thing. So, so how's that? And then Norm goes, uh, you know, if uh, you yeah, did your research, J.K. Rowling said uh, Harry Potter couldn't exist without uh, Jesus Christ. So uh, just fix that. Not giving. <laughs> I mean, he gives the most in-depth criticism, and I think he's just trolling. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't like, put it past. There was a, there was a guy the other night. Do there was a guy the other night fucking. Murdered these people. It was. It looked like a deaf comedy jam audience from 1993. <laughs> Slaughtered. And uh, Roseanne sucks his dick and tells him he was the greatest. And uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans jerks him off. And he gets to Norm. He's like, "Yeah, it probably was the best set of the night." Well, I didn't like it. <laughs> Is he like the fucking Simon Cow of the fucking panel? Last year they had uh, Russell Peters, and he 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 would give criticism, but. Not like Norm's giving criticism. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, he's like Simon Cowell, except for he's funny and he's not as he gives. He tells them what they can do to make it better. Right, just in a normy way. Remember, uh, Josh Blue, the comic. That yeah, was, his whole shtick is I have MS. Yeah, and he's he, still funny. But. Yeah, did he? I don't know if he won that season. He won. Or whatever he did, but uh, like uh, it was less than a year after the after he won or the the final episode aired. Uh, he was. Uh, uh, my sister was going to school in Buchanan, and uh, it's a it's a small school, and they have all their events like in a uh, a chapel, like a big chapel. They have all their musical concerts and everything, and they also have like church service on Sundays. But they just have every other event there too. But anyway, they booked Josh Blue to uh, to uh, perform there on a weekend, and it was you know in the chapel and stuff. And I guess, uh, I don't know if they were unaware of his routine, but, you know, NBC wouldn't show, wouldn't air yeah, everything he does. All those comedians have to edit themselves. But, uh, you know, he, he actually he did his, uh, he did his unedited routine in the chapel. That's uh, awesome. And, uh, and like, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of people just like stood up and walked out and, and, <laughs> you know, but I mean. Yeah, you know, what's is he not supposed to do what he does? They hired him. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, and, and a lot of the colleges now they give you a list of things you can talk about and not talk about. So any real comedian would, probably wouldn't play it. A college? Yeah, colleges, a college does. Yeah, that? colleges are very the super liberal yeah. colleges. They Fuck don't want to that. offend anybody. This was, this was a small that. private Methodist college yeah, it's a, in Buckingham. Like so, so it's an actual church. 
pretty much. I mean, it, yeah, but, it's set up like a church. He's, I mean, there's probably a pulpit in there. And, yeah, yeah, and he even made jokes like he's going to hell. God damn it, I'd love to see that. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was very. I mean, people were standing up, walking out with their children that they took. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. Why would you take your the kids list- to see a comedian unless it's Jeff fucking Dunham? Look at the funny puppet. And then they get taught racism subtly through a puppet. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he's a fucking cunt weasel. I mean, I just had to make up a fucking word for that guy. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. Cunt weasel. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> he's the just fuck. like... Can you imagine one of those? Because he's a cunt, but he's weaselly about it. <laughs> no, I mean, the whole... The fucking... The jalapeno pepper, which is a Mexican guy, and then the... the the bomber that's a skeleton with the turban on. I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. Why don't you have a... I'm not going to say what I was just going to say. <laughs> say it. I can't. Say it. Because it's offensive. Okay. Uh, what I'm, I'm going to guess what you're going to say. Okay. You're a piece of shit. Why don't you have a fucking sex scandal where you're railing dudes? And... Oh, even worse. Why don't you... <laughs> racial. <laughs> oh, racial. I was going to say something against... I was going to say, why don't you have a really over-the-top black puppet? You know, that's, yeah. that's like really offensive. With the know? fruit basket on their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see this, but I gave, I, gave, I gave him the stewy look when Brian said something. <laughs> a bone through well, their that's, nose. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty offensive black person puppet. Yeah, if you're going to go, go you're going to go, Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what he does. I mean, and he's a fucking moron. And that's, that's how I know... If a friendship or a relationship is going to go, that's my teaser question. That is the one, not teaser question, that's my fish hook. Uh, how do you feel about Jeff Dunham? If she immediately responds, oh, he sucks, okay, I can set that hook, start reeling it in. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, he's so funny, throw it back, throw it back, just because you're not getting anywhere near me. I mean, it's. When I was a kid, the only thing I saw of him was on uh, TNN. He'd get on there with Ralph Emery. Yeah, was that that was when it was Walter the, the Nashville the Network, Network, and then it was the National Network, and, and then, then Spike. Spike, yeah. But uh, he would get on there with just Walter, the old man. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it was when not I was a bad. kid. I loved that. Yeah. But, but then, like fifteen years later, I saw it. I was like, oh, this got real dark. I don't. Know. Yeah, and not even the good kind of dark. I tell you, the funniest ventriloquist act I've ever seen was Jonathan Katz, who Doctor Katz. I'll give you one to look up. Oh God, <laughs> he had the. Fuck. He said, I'm not very good at ventriloquism, so I got this puppet. It's a guy with a fucking old tub cavity thing tied on his head so he can only mumble. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing there, John? I'm pretty good. I can only take in fluids. <laughs> like, Let's do that old song we used to do. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> I thought that was... Dude, we, we have... That is the best. He is the most unsung comedian, and that show, Dr. Katz, was so fucking good. Like, I, you know. It had everybody on it. It did, and its its bits were so hilarious, and the best guy on the whole show, in my opinion, Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera killed on there, because <laughs> he was always doing gay shit, you know, but he just... Like, I mean, as in, he was, like, really saying stuff that was gay to Dr. Katz. He's like, that don't make me gay, right? <laughs> He's like Doc, like, Doc, I just want to lay on top of you and just rub all over you. Not in a gay way. I just want to lay you flat, flat down and flop on top of you like a pancake and just talk. <laughs> I want to put a 
I want to put a red chiffon dress on you and get a Viking hat and ride around on your back like two Vikings, you know, so secure in the Norse heritage. There's not a tinge of homosexuality there. Can, can we do that, Doc? Is uh, that we're out of time? <laughs> so it's Domerera. It's, it's Domerera. Dom, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, like I, I, I remember the show. But I was young when it came out, mm-hmm. so I mean, I oh, was it was like, early nineties. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just never really watched it. But you told me every episode's on freaking YouTube. Yeah, in order. Yeah, in order you can yeah. watch. He was the voice on Bob's Burgers, uh, one episode. Dom Herrera was no Jonathan uh, Katz. Dom Katz. He was the elder on one episode of Adventure Time. Nice. Yes, he was the elder. That makes him officially fucking cool. <laughs> uh, he was the voice of an owl in the farce of the penguins. He's making fun. Of, he was the therapist in Squidbillies. Nice. <laughs> and of course, he was in home movies because I think the same guy directed it. H. John Benjamin was in home movies. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Louis C.K. Louis C.K. had something to do with home he had movies something as to well. Do with home movies. Oh, did he? Yeah. Louis C.K. was on uh, Doctor Katz uh, hmm. a couple of times. Then there was <laughs> Dave Chappelle's. I, I saw the Dave Chappelle episode of it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, he's he's when that racism up north. That that's I saw two Irish guys beating the hell out of an Italian guy. <laughs> two, two big burly Irish guys <laughs> kicking the shit out of this Italian guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm a racism connoisseur. <laughs> but that racism down fast is wah, magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, nigga. Morning, sir. <laughs> He's, dude, I, Chappelle was killing him softly. Is still one of the best stand ups I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, God, it's funny. He used to, um, he was really influenced by a comedian that died recently, and I forgot his name, but never really got famous. But uh, Robin Williams. Not Robin Williams, but maybe, but. It, uh, it, he would uh, this this comedian not not uh, Chappelle was set up in like Central Park or somewhere mm-hmm. and just gather people around and start telling jokes and then after he died or not after he maybe he retired maybe he died then I don't know but uh, Chappelle started doing it yeah and like Jeffrey Ross was talking about how it's it, nobody's ever been better than Dave Chappelle at that like he would gather people around see Dave Chappelle is that comedian like he's not okay Dave Chappelle. I always get in this discussion with people who like comedy. Think about it. You have comedians who have great delivery. The jokes ain't that great. But their delivery makes them funny. Dane Cook. No. Dane Cook is not funny. I thought I thought Dane Cook I'm was kidding. funny. I mean, if you got no, there, There's some funny stuff, but I did, I did find out yesterday that he stole um, not only a few Louis C.K. jokes, but um, he stole one from Rogan. Yeah. No shit. Remember when he's fucking the rhino? In the one where he's in the tank top? In the first one? The the half hour one? Yeah, the the first Comedy Central special. He's fucking the rhinoceros. It's Maybe. A, a Joe Rogan that. joke where he's fucking a tiger. Oh shit. He just changed it to a rhinoceros like a cunt. See, and that's 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 why I don't like Dane Cook. I mean I just but you have like Lewis Black, his he doesn't really tell jokes. It's more commentary and it's how he delivers it. His delivery is great. Yeah. Um then you have Patton Oswalt and Dave Chappelle, whose both jokes and delivery is perfect. Yeah. I mean, they're just, the shit they say is funny as fuck, but the way they say it is just, you know, another guy could say it. He'd be like, oh, that's pretty funny. But when they say it, you're like, I'm, you know, I remember Dave Chappelle. My mom would watch Dave Chappelle. He started, My mom. He started when he was 16. Yeah. I remember. And my mom. Even she likes, like, we were watching Patton Oswalt and she was laughing. But I put Dave Chappelle on there and she's like, honey, I don't really want to watch, you know, 
stand up. I was like, just give it a shot. And ten, five minutes, not even ten minutes. I was going to say ten minutes in, but five minutes in, she's just laughing and she can't uh, tears, you know, because he's so goddamn funny. Everything about him, yeah, is funny. Especially, he's the one black comedian who does the white guy voice, and it's not completely offensive. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not offended by any of it, but no, I, I like Eddie. Some of it's really mean spirited. Eddie Griffin, I hate that motherfucker. Yeah. I've never liked him. I think he's funny, but yeah, he's he, a racist he does a really... asshole. You know, he, he always has been. Um, Cat Williams does a white guy voice. It's funny. <laughs> it's not offensive, but because Cat Williams is great too. But his white guy voice is not nearly as amusing as Dave Chappelle's. Dave Chappelle's gets that, especially the, the fucking fucking newscaster guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, his frantic nine one one call. <laughs> Nothing like a nice flat butt. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about joke thieves. Uh, there's a, a dude. His his moniker is the Fat Jew on Twitter and uh, fucking uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And what he does, he's an aggregator, but uh, he has like 5 million followers on each of those. And he takes comedians' jokes, takes a screenshot on his phone, and he takes their joke, crops their name out of it, and just posts it onto his page. And just last week, into the last week, he got signed to the biggest talent agency. They were going to give him a Comedy Central show. They, uh, he has a radio show on the... Uh, iTunes network, whatever that is with, uh, I think Dr. Dre runs it or some shit. And then when, when comedians heard that, they, they always would bitch about him. When comedians heard that they started like doing research and going back and finding the original people that had posted them. And these are poor struggling comedians that he's stealing off of. He wasn't stealing from giant. Right. Right. I think he stole one from Matt Besser. That's the most famous one. He's the UCB guy. Mm -hmm. And now everything's gone. They said, "Go fuck yourself." Nobody, nobody's going to. Uh, I think he still has the agent, but Comedy Central said, "Nope." Oh, justice deserved. But there's a lot of people that do that. Like anything you see on Facebook, it came from him. Uh, like as far as a joke. Yeah. He goes. What he does is he goes on Black Twitter too, um, and steals their shit. He's not. He hasn't been credit, crediting anybody. And those are jokes. People. Can that's, get that's, noticed and made work. money. Like, are you yeah, talking about memes and stuff? Yeah, memes and like joke. Like, you know how the big thing now is there's like a picture of something. Du- like, one of the main ones he stole. There's a guy sitting at a table at a restaurant outside on the patio, and his bulldog's in the other chair, and a guy's pouring him a glass of wine. He's like, just wanted to take my dog out for a nice fancy dinner. That's the caption. It's a it's a little chuckler. He stole that. Now he says he's going to go back and credit everybody, but still he could have done the same thing, except for just retweet it. And he and then people he would have still had the same amount of followers, right? And then other people could get credit for what they did, right? But people people steal my stuff sometimes. I'm like, well, come on, I'm not going to make any money ever. But who stole your stuff? It's on Facebook. Reworded a little bit. We want names. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy who used to on uh, Facebook. He would just copy and paste Conan's stuff and uh, just erase it. Erase. Uh, Conan's name and everything out of it. Now, see, I cut and paste, but I always put a quote at the end because I. Yeah, with the meaning to share it. Yeah, whatever, like the the person who, you know, the quote I liked that day. You know, with me, it's philosophers or Mark Twain's a big one. I like posting what Mark Twain says because shit, he's fucking brilliant. One of his best is uh, "Say I was a thief, say I was a member of Congress, but I repeat myself." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's Twain. He's. Fucking misanthrope hated everybody. 
Aaron, you got a subreddit there? Yes, sir, I do. Squeezy cheeks. Squeezy cheeks. Any requests? No, just pick me one. Yes, sir. I like salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that conversation. Or neither. <laughs> oh, R slash big meaty cocks. <laughs> if you want to wrap your arms around some big meaty cocks, head over to R slash big meaty cocks. It's not what you think. <laughs> that right there, Dutch, is a nice brown skin. Ooh, that's a nice brown skin cock. It's pretty meaty, too. Really keep nailing them. <laughs> you guys aren't looking these up. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus. Hey, we forgot to do something last week, Chuck. Oh, we did. We absolutely did. Would you like to holler at your uh, your lady? Yeah, I would. Let me find the perfect tune. stars. <laughs> Diana, you probably haven't seen that I put your picture up on the Pillow Fort Radio website. I know you haven't because you haven't contacted me yet, but uh, just want to know the seat is still open. And uh, just please come to the Pillow Fort. For the love of God, would you please come to the Pillow Fort? It's the Hurley boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a clean boy. <laughs> Just let him marry your grandmother. What's that song? Fucking Sherry Mar- Frazier, Marcy Playground. That fucking album was really goddamn good. That's a great fucking song. This album's good, dude. I'm not. I'm not even fronting. Right now, dogs. Because the only song we ever heard was Sex and Candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, this is the first song on the album. It's fun. Bouncy. It's great. I like the song. I still like Sex and Candy. Yeah, it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. This is a good one. That's a good one. This is a really good one. St. Joe on the school bus. So much good music in the nineties. We could talk about that all day. Yeah, we could. Who do you think? Uh, I love that song. Who, like, I automatically love that song. Who faded out? Like, other than like Nirvana, who who made it out of the nineties? Who uh, not made it, but faded, like just unbelievably. Like, third for, eye blind. for no real re- yeah, third eye blind really, and they're apparently they still had good music, right? dude, and they're and they draw, they still fucking draw, oh, yeah. like people who still come. I'd go see them if I could go see them. Yeah, I like third eye blind. Why would you not be allowed to go see them? No, I'm saying if I could, have you? They just they just third eye blind. Are you not? Are you not allowed? There was an incident. With Stephen Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, 
I think he he pretty much had sex with everybody on the Friends cast. That's and Vanessa Carlton. And Vanessa Carlton. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Passing homebound. Okay. This is my favorite Third Eye Blind song. It's a toll. It's a doozy. Is that a harpsichord? No, not a harpsichord, but an auto harp. I actually have one. But there's something about the way he uh, pronounces words, and you'll notice it. You hear that bass come what? in? Yeah. Oh, that was tight. You don't see his he's motor semi, right there. He's <laughs> semi-raps near the end of this. Yeah. I really like uh, the uh, the next album they had after this album. Uh, blue? Is it Blue? Yeah, but the, the first single, how's it? Or... Uh, I never let you go. Yeah, that's no, like that's like a perfect go. example of how to write a catchy pop song. Yeah, good pop yeah. song. Yeah. Here's the big one that brought him fame and fortune. Good fucking song. It's a great song. Yeah. yeah. He's packed and he's holding. Driving <laughs> down the road, I'm always like, uh, that's one of those like, oh shit, and I fucking crack the radio. That this right here. <laughs> if, if it was just this as the good part of the song, this is playing at the beginning of teen, teen comedies oh, uh, yeah. until the end of time. Yeah, yeah. But then this part's good too. But like, the, dude, that's fucking great. Motivation. Ooh, they didn't edit it. It's not MTV in 1996. Coming over you. Dude, we're going to get so much hate for playing. We are. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. you guys were cool. <laughs> we liked you guys. You guys were playing Sturgill Simpson. You were playing Third Eye Blind. What about your queers? Third Eye Blind. Well, you're not my third eye kind. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a... That was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, what was the name of that band? I'm going to find it, and we're going to listen to it. Lit. Not lit, but lit. We'll get to that. My worst enemy was a great fucking song. It's a good video, too. Oh, fuck yeah. Check this one out. Fountains of Wayne. This is the only song I've ever heard by Super Drag. I remember this fucking song. I need to write these down because I'm buying these. <laughs> this song is so fucking good. It's also an example of a perfect rock pop song. It's Beatley right here. Sister Hazel. I like Sister Hazel. Are they, uh, what was their... Is, All um, for you? Yeah. There's I see in you. Edwin McCain? Yeah. That dude's going to be played at proms for the rest of time. Awesome. That's great. Uh, Tonic. Dude, Tonic. J-Mo, talk about music with us, asshole. Uh, <laughs> what is music? <laughs> Oh my god, he's shut down. I've been out. He's rebooted. He's rebooted. <laughs> Tonic had their best song, had one of the best play uh You Wanted More has one of the arguably one of the greatest opening riffs ever. You're right, you're right. I was gonna play uh, the big hit. It's walking down a hallway and in the scene he is a janitor getting ready to start a floor waxer. And when he does it kicks in. This is uh, good rock and roll music, you guys. We're 90s and out right now. 
Dude, I had some friends, uh, still have them, and they were going to start a tonic and Gin Blossoms cover band called Gin and Tonic. That's awesome. I don't know if they were actually going to do it, but they always talked about it. I want to start an Eddie Money cover band called Three for the Money. You're welcome to be in it. I mean, I I have to be the singer, even though I'm terrible. Okay, I can play other stuff. Okay. (laughs) Three for the money. (laughs) Do we have to be a three-piece? Yeah, of course. Oh, nice. Remember this one? They're roller skating. Like a bunch of fairies. Oh, shit, yeah. I forgot this song. Great song, Tonic. Yep, pretty good. Pretty good. Remember uh, Mazzy Star? Fade into Do you. Do I ever remember Mazzy Star? I actually was. I paid a uh, dollar twenty nine for that one, sir. I think I was um, on my way to playing that song at some point, and I just never learned it. It's a good fucking song. I was listening to uh, all nineties out every now and then. I I listened to that one. Michael Penn, No Myth. Remember that one? I don't think I do. Look. Oh shit! Yeah, there you go. One of the most fucking chill they went nowhere after this no but but they'll forever be known prom yeah no Michael Penn was uh, Sean Penn's brother and he had a song called No Myth still is well yeah (laughs) Chris Penn isn't oh (laughs) wow wow you're dead shaming (laughs) (laughs) Sean Penn will kick my fucking ass over there no he won't no he won't no he won't no I think if you just flick him in the nose, <laughs> no, <laughs> that big nose will just reverberate. Shake his Apparently, he's up. a tough guy. He plays tough he guys. Plays tough. <laughs> he plays. I actually tough admire guys. him. He uh, went down and helped out the people in New Orleans yeah, with was, his own boat. He just did that for publicity. Didn't he, like, he didn't even. They, <laughs> nobody even fucking knew. Did he know? like beat the shit out of Madonna or some shit? No. Oh. He beat the shit out of paparazzi. He's taking pictures of Madonna. Okay, didn't he no. beat up Jenny? Who? Jenny? Robin Wright? Pin? Did he? Claire Underwood? He beat her up? I think, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I'm just making stuff up. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <Okay>. Allegedly. <laughs> now, Michael Penn's song was really good. Like, he was a one hit wonder, granted, but it was a great fucking song. Poppy, you know, was, but it was kind of that 90s, man, you, when they floated, they flirted with that line between pop and rock so much, and they don't do that anymore. Like, in in my opinion, I mean, I, I just think at, at that point, like you had the Smashing Pumpkins, fucking Siamese Dream, is a flawless album. It really is, and um, I don't know, man. It was a great time for music. It really was. When do you think we'll go through like a full uh, gr- like '90s music revival? Like we're kind of in the when hip hop dies. Right now. When when this current incarnation of hip hop dies. Yeah, when the money, 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 mo mo mo. Like probably when. Poor kids that are growing up right now get to be about 20. Yeah. When they see how much bullshit and garbage is in music nowadays. My daughter said it best, and I really... I'm not exaggerating very much when I say... I was almost brought to tears when she said, we were listening to the radio, 
And I was just like, that's just terrible. And her mom was sitting right there. And she's like, well, what's wrong with what's wrong with the radio, honey? What's wrong with mainstream radio? And and he said, it's a cesspool, mom. It's terrible. She's like, it's like Nicki Minaj and Iggy Azalea are both awful. I'm just like, you see, they thank you. They put a uh, a wax <laughs> statue of Nicki Minaj and people at somewhere, and she's on her knees, like uh, with her ass out, like she's in that video where her ass is all over the place. Anaconda and people just walking up and taking Instagram pictures, fucking it. <laughs> Like really fucking it. Yeah, like they'll have their face buried in her ass and somebody's in front of it. And she approved that statue. She's a fucking You had to see piece of shit. You had to know that that was gonna happen. I don't know her personally, I don't know if she's a piece of shit. Okay, okay. Not a not a fan of her. Her music. persona I don't like. Yeah. Okay. Let me put it that way. I don't know her. I understand. You know, I'm and I'm trying to take more of the, the taters out of the side. I liked her better the first time when she was Lil' Kim. Oh <laughs> watch out. I like Lil' Kim better the first time when she was Foxy Brown. No, nah, it's not really that true at all. Yeah, I Foxy, they were, they were contemporaries. They weren't not one was not before the other. Fuck yeah! My favorite song on that album that was Cherub Rock. We've talked about that. I think yeah. we sang it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> the nineties, the nineties episode. I've never heard that version where the kids actually talk. Yeah, it's like the actual video, and he's an ice cream man, probably selling dope out of it. Probably that Billy Corgan. What a scamp. I think you could play this music video in one of the rock bands. Yeah, you it can. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You seen where they're remaking those games? Are they? Rock Band and Guitar Hero are coming. Or being re-released. When are they, they going to have Fuck Band or something where you can like <laughs> put on a VR headset and fuck something? That's, None too that's soon, going sir. Now, sir. <laughs> Pretty much. Can't wait. Well, we did talk about the... Uh, the twerking butt thing that you can get on Pornhub. Oh, yeah, you get the twerking butt. You buy yourself a uh, what the fuck's it called the the VR headset. It's, yeah, Oculus Rift. Yeah, then then go to Pornhub and get yourself a a uh, point of view porno. Set that jiggly butt right down there. And this guy's really put in a lot of thought to this. I have no money for any of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I can think about it. That's what you'd do if you won the lottery. <laughs> I'd have all the twerking butts a man could buy. You'd just find me in a closet somewhere strapped in with my headset. Aaron! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Take the headset off, he's smiling. What? Oh, I can't stay mad at you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it goes to a scene where he's in the kitchen making a sandwich without washing his hands. <laughs> Aaron, I told you to wash your hands. It's one of my favorite. Aaron, I told you to wash your hands. <laughs> one of my favorite Nick DiPaolo jokes. He said, you got you been to Subway, you see this shit? Guy comes out and says, I always get the guy coming out of the, the trainee coming out of the bathroom with a plunger in his hand. Hey, boss, I unplugged that main. What do you want me to do now? Make that guy a sandwich. <laughs> what do you want on it? You can start by boiling your hands. <laughs> He's a comedian that doesn't get any respect. Yeah, he's a great comedian. You know him and Louie and a couple other dudes like maybe Rich Voss um, helped Chris Rock in the beginning. I don't know if they wrote. He, they were credited as writers for a couple of his specials. Yeah, but he could just go. He would go in and bounce stuff off of them, and they would bounce back. I uh, guess. Th- was it Nick DiPaolo and Shorties watching Shorties? Yes. Yeah, it was him and. Uh 
The dead. The Artie? Dead, no, the dead. What was it? Oh, uh, no, it was, it was the, the, Patrice. The, yeah, it was Patrice. That dude. Oh my god. Was a fucking monster. Patrice O'Neill, you ever hear any of him? You ever listen to Patrice? He was funny. Yeah. Fucking amazing. I watched his last special. And very first thing, he, he walks out. He's got like a big leather jacket on, a big pimp fedora. Walks out, gold chain. Well, just walks right to the front of the stage and looks at a pretty white lady. He goes, mm, I bet your pussy tastes like hope. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he does one, and he looks at it and he goes, that is one high dollar white lady. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the N-word versus the Nazi. Uh, oh, uh, the old thing that they did with uh, Opie and Anthony. Yeah, he goes out the street and he's standing there and they have a guy just... Anthony Cumia dressed as a Nazi SS soldier. (laughs) Because Anthony Cumia has that. (laughs) (laughs) It's Anthony Cumia. They pass by Patrice O'Neill to pick up the guy dressed as a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) And Patrice goes off on him. Man, what the fuck? You're going to pick up a Nazi before you pick me up? That's some fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know who Nick DiPaolo... uh, also, I don't know if he helped him, but he's a he's a friend of it. You're not going to guess who he's friends with, and who he Mary Chapin Carpenter Pope. Did you say the Pope? I just said Pope. <laughs> not the Pope. He knows him on a yeah Pope. You just you just know a Pope. Knows <laughs> him on a last name basis, I guess. <laughs> No, uh, um, Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, I can see that. They probably came up together, <laughs> ran into each other. Actually, Larry the Cable Guy had a legit act before the whole Larry the Cable Guy shtick. Well, he came up with a character, and he would call into radio stations. It started off in Iowa, mm-hmm. came up with Larry the Cable Guy. He called into radio stations in Iowa, then it got big, and he'd call. They have this thing where they schedule guests, and they'll call you at a certain time. So he would be all over the all over the place, like on Bob and Tom or this guy, this guy, this guy. So finally he said, why don't I just uh, drop Dan Whitney? Yeah. Get a flannel shirt, cut it off, camouflage hat. What's a good catch? Get her done. That's a good catchphrase. And then the rest is history. Scrooge McDuck in the rest of my life, son. Yeah, no shit. I can't blame him. I can't either. There's some stuff that's funny. I mean. He's not a bad comedian. Yeah. None of those guys on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour are bad comedians. He's just not. Ron White is a great fucking comedian. By any stretch, I mean he's. I mean by any measure, I mean about any stretch is not is a negative connotation. By any measure, Ron White is a great fucking comedian. You know when they uh, filmed the second, third, or fourth one, I'm not sure which. However many they got out, yeah, seventy two. But he just kind of disappeared. Ron White did move to fucking Mexico. Yeah, uh, bought a distillery and started making tequila out there, living in goddamn Mexico. They had to come get his ass. <laughs> and talk him into coming back and filming the well that fucking alias twenty eighth can't go anywhere because of tater salad <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking great story it was a one bit. of the best what stories. a good bit I mean it was and he was he's got good my delivery. favorite bit by him the is the delivery. is the bit you know, his delivery is yeah, awesome it's, it's but my strong. favorite bit by him is he is not afraid to challenge his audience like he was talking you know it's gonna be rednecks in the audience yeah. that's just the way it is. I like the way he fucks with him sometimes. Like one time he was talking about gays. He said, and that's where you got my sound clip. He's like, yeah. we're all gay. 
It's, it's, it's just to degree what gay you are. You know, he's talking about. I have this friend who's a fucking homophobe, and he was talking about. Uh, I hate those faggots and this and that. He's just like, okay, let me ask him. You like porn, right? Well, hell yeah, I like Rod. I like porn. You know, I like porn. Well, do you like a little tiny dick, or you like a great big fucking cock? I like a great big. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That in post. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Um, they announced uh, Tracy Morgan's going to host Saturday Night Live. Really? Yeah. He's recovering. That's enough. exciting. That dude's going to go off. Uh, and I hope he brings back Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. And I hope he brings back uh, the whole rocket. Guy. I'm taking a rocket. <laughs> Where he's I a spaceman. I the, was never a big fan of Tracy. <laughs> whenever he meets the the girls, it's always like Britney Spears or something. He's like, "Damn, look at them titties!" <laughs> 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 They're always trying to tell him about saving the earth. Uh, who else did they announce? I don't remember who else. Yeah, it was it was him and some Amy other Schumer, and I don't remember I who else. I can't wait to see her on Saturday Night Live. I've got a massive Amy Schumer crush. She's you, so chipmunky. <laughs> she's so fucking hot. Yes, she's uh, she's adorable hot. She said, "I'm I, a, I'm 160 pounds and I can catch a dick anytime." Hey, have you, yeah. have you seen, <laughs> have you seen said, the pictures of her that she put out after somebody was giving her hell for being fat? She put up pictures of her in her underwear, standing behind a mic. She has an incredible body. Yes, yeah, she does. Like it's a really toned. You just got a chipmunk face. Well, she's, she's got those little cute little chubby cheeks. She's muscular. Like, you can see pictures of her where she's muscular. Like, I saw one stand, she's wearing a skirt. You can see the muscles in her legs. Yeah. That's fucking hot. I mean, I... Jerk off to it. Yeah, there you go. Good one, Aaron. <laughs> Holy fuck, Biscuits. It's time for the period report. With guest... Jeremy Morriston. This week's period report. Uh, dry, at the same time, sweaty, hairy, and warm. Minstrel free, <laughs> nonetheless. If you had to hazard a guess, do you think Elena has her period? No. Like I'm, doing going the, I'm doing the Vegas odd makers. So it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think. She, I think. I think probably what it is is she's a little bit more evolved than everybody else. So hers are just shorter. She gets there. Yeah, it's like a day and a half. Yeah, her done bl- out. Yeah. Her, her. She doesn't dissolve anything. She just coughs it up in the morning. Oh. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Somebody must have rerouted her tubes or something. That's weird. How efficient? <laughs> Very efficient. That's that's what I was thinking. And that was your period report with Jeremy. Now, Jeremy, uh, earlier you said you had a had a little uh, thing that you might want to do. Uh, what was it? Accountant Dracula? Ah, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Accountant Dracula. <laughs> I want to deduct your blood. That's <laughs> 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 awesome. Is that all you got? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes it even better. <laughs> I'd have been so pissed if he had like a really good five <laughs> minutes of accountant Dracula. <laughs> it was just a memes word. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, me and James, uh, we uh, communicate in memes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. You've no, been doing it for years. Yeah, no actual text. Are you the one who just... did the Pillow Fort uh, Pradio and Gadio? Yes, that's, that's fucking awesome. He's the one that does most of them. <laughs> I bet I, I was working in, a ki- in the kitchen, and I had to leave the kitchen. I was laughing so hard. Because <laughs> Dutch said it to me before I'd even seen it. He wasn't even like, ready. Oh, God! He wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I showed it to my buddy. I like, like the outline of uh, the vagina, like the... The the graph thingy was yeah, that, vagina. That's one of my favorites. Vagina was a clitoris, and the asshole says pillow. <laughs> if you can't already tell from this episode, I'm a uh, I'm a much better writer than a improv. He, he came in here. He came in here with a script, and that's what we've been reading off yeah, the whole time. Yeah. One thing I was wondering: you came in wearing full clan garb. Is that are you in the Ku Klux Klan now, or is that just a, you're testing out a Halloween it's, costume? It's just a casual Friday sort of thing at the office. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's, didn't what's, have time to change. What's even more ironic? You're in the Klan guard, but you're also in full blackface. Yeah, I like to, <laughs> I like to make people think. <laughs> they call that insulting irony. Racist irony. <laughs> <laughs> you had one, one. I don't know if it was a character you were going to do or uh, just a Halloween costume, uh, Chip and Dale Earnhardt. Yes. Chip, <laughs> Chip and Dale Earnhardt. Just, uh, you know, of course it would require me to have a muscular physique, so I've never pulled it off. But, uh, you know, it would be, be the Chip and Dale uh, tight pants. <laughs> Bare, greased, muscular chest and abs. Mm. Uh, Henry Cavill-esque. And then from, mm. the, from the neck up, you have the aviator sunglasses, <laughs> the thick mustache, uh, the uh, good wrench number three cap, <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, tattoos of all your sponsors on your uh, pecs. Biceps. <laughs> I've been really trying, baby. That was more appropriate, I think. Yes, it was. <laughs> we did use to text back and forth, uh, like the name game. Oh, band names? Yeah. Like combining band names? Yeah, start Oh, fuck. I had a great time with that. Do you want to start one off? I can't do oh, that. Oh, God. I suck at that shit. Oh, God. Uh, Creed. That was one. Oh, my God. Where do you go with that? Yeah, no, that was a rough one. That was, uh, <laughs> that was it. It was just... <laughs> that was the joke. It was like, like something like Pillow Fort Radiohead. And then you go from yeah. there. <laughs> now I'm thinking... And you got Pillow pull, pull Fort Radio Head Automatico. Mm. Yeah, you you get bonus points if you have three or more bands like running together, like a run-on sentence. It's a very fun you game. Pillow Fort Radio Head Automatic Head Automatic American Minor Mushroom Big Head Ted Todd and the Monsters. Is that? But you should have added on to what we were doing. I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm over here in my own little world. Yeah. I wish I had prepared for this. I would have brought the brought the list. There's a list. There's a master list. You in have my, in my old Rise friend. Against in the my, Machine. Oh. Uh, well, that works. It well, that's two bands. Rise. Yeah, against but the you got to have the full name of the bands in it. Who said that, sir? I did. Damn it! 
It's like the Wheel of Fortune uh, puzzle category before and after, sort of, with band names. I got you. Um, Doug Benson on his show, Doug Loves Movies, uh, he oh, plays God. the same game except for with movie titles. Well, and then uh, for the entire... Godfather of the Bride. Yeah. The entire year of Godfather last year, of the Bride Part 2. <laughs> he, uh, he began every episode of uh, Doug Loves Movies. With an addition to yeah. the previous one. It started off with, um, here on January 1st, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, then keep he going, just... Keep going, keep going. What if you do a movie a title with a TV show? Like, well, I'll allow Jurassic it. Parker Can't Lose. I'll allow it. <laughs> the watch yourself, <laughs> watch yourself, counselor. Jurassic Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think Kubiak was one of the greatest TV characters. Yeah, that guy still was, dude. Larry Kubiak, the Kub? Yeah. Parker Lewis was uh Coop loves was Parker. a better um Ferris Bueller. Bite your tongue, sir. Do you not remember the Ferris Bueller TV show? Oh, okay. The Ferris Bueller TV show the very Jennifer first episode Hansen was in it. The guy that sawed in half he sawed in half uh what's his face? The guy that bangs the horse. Um <laughs> What the, the fuck? The guy that played Ferris Bueller. He saws Matthew, him in half. Matthew Broder? Yeah, he brings that horse lady. Oh, yeah. The- Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston was in the Ferris Bueller's Day Off show. She was also in Leprechaun. I don't, I don't remember the show. Yeah, she she was. Fuck you, Lucky Charm. She was hot when she was younger. She's hot now. She's fucking- Apparently, she's a bitch. Well, I would be too. I'm just saying. That's a bummer. <laughs> she doesn't come off as one. She's she apparently her friend's coat. <laughs> Money and fame. Thank you. <laughs> Adieu. I loved her. Adieu, me. <laughs> you watch horrible bosses? Yeah, her and that's fantastic. Oh, it was hot as fuck. I haven't seen Where the Millers yet though. It's good. Yeah, Jason uh, Sudeikis is in it. That dude's fucking gold. He's solid. Yeah, he even made who is the guy in good. Neighbors who plays his plays as a coworker? I always thought that was uh, Pete Holmes for some reason, but it's not him. Is it uh, Dave Keckner? Rob Corddry? No, it's neither one of them. Uh, Earl Thomas Conley, Travis Tritt, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt, Dwight Yoakam. Speaking of Dale Earnhardt, probably the saddest day in American history is uh, when he hit that wall. Yeah, it's pretty sad. No, no, that's uh, not. That's awful. It is awful. Yeah, yeah. He's gone, but he'll live in our hearts three ever, and on our trucks <laughs> three ever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though you get shot. I, I mean, this is the state. You probably have a lot of Dale Earnhardt puns. There was a guy who used to wear a Dale Earnhardt shirt all the time, like it was cool. I love him. He's the intimidator. I'm like, he drives a fucking car <laughs> in a circle. Oval, sir. <laughs> Frampton had a good idea. I'm going to steal one of his bits. He said that the bottom 20 should have to turn around and go the other way. <laughs> Make it more interesting. That is yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he insulted a NASCAR fan really bad one time. He's like, here's a picture of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Deep in thought. Never see that one. <laughs> they were so fucking mad. <laughs> so he's dumb? Yeah. <laughs> There's a band called Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. <laughs> They're pretty good. Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, they're good. Um, me they first are. in the Gimme Gimmies. That's a good name. They, well, they're the cover. They just do covers, right? Me first in the like, Gimme Gimmies? Like, 
pop punk pop punk versions. covers of yeah. like they do a lot they have like one album that's all covers i don't know if like all their stuff is just covers the guy from the foo fighters is in that their new guitar player we'll know he's been in it for 15 years but have you ever met these people who instead of saying sublime say sublime yes like you're underneath a lime it's like no sublime sublime hmm. you mean sublime no sublime, sublime. They don't get it. Apparently, they don't practice Santeria. They ain't got no crystal ball. If I had a million dollars, I'd spend it all. What a terrible band they were. I liked them. Eh. What I got is a great fucking song. Yeah, there's a couple songs I got. Santeria was a great song. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more their fans. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Touche. Yeah. Sublime's fucking awesome. You know, like, well, they kind of were, but he kind of died before they got big, you know? Well, the other guys are still touring around as something else. Uh, The Long Beach All-Stars. Yeah. And that's terrible. I'm, I'm really, that sucks that that happened to him, like, right before they got famous, you know? It's really, that is a bummer. Did you see where uh, Dave Grohl pulled that crying fella out of the audience and brought him on stage and sang a song to him? Actually, the dude sang the song, right? Yeah, he I think did. Sing my hero, but he he mistook him for being drunk and crying. But it's like it's like the guy's dad just died, and there was a song or something that hit a spot. Oh God! So he was terrible. giving him he was giving him shit the entire time. Like he stands up and he gets on his crutch because he was sitting down singing because his foot's bro- his legs broke. So he gets up and gets on his crutches and makes him sit down. <laughs> and he just like, for like an entire verse sings it just straight to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a cunty thing for Dave Roll to do. <laughs> but he thought he was drunk and crying. He thought he was just a, a grown. He say like he gives him. Uh, he calls him a uh, grown crying man or something five or six times. <laughs> You're a grown man crying. Turn around and walk back to the front. I remember he he fucked with fucking Guns and Roses when Nirvana played one of the shows. Hi Axel. Hi Axel. Hi Axel. <laughs> And saw, Axel was like waving at him, like being the fucking piece of shit cunt that he is. You know, have, just, have you ever heard the stories of uh, Bobcat Goldthwait uh, touring with Nirvana? Oh God, yeah. He used to uh, do like a stand-up act, like to open for him. Yeah. And there was one. There's the the story that I just thought of for some reason. They were uh, going to drop him down from the rafters, Bobcat, naked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and something happened. And something snagged and hooked and whatever, and it was just him swinging back and forth <laughs> as naked <laughs> while fucking Nirvana's playing on stage. He said he didn't he he didn't like uh, performing for that. Yeah, but he liked hanging out with him. And he said um, he told Kurt, man, he's like they hate me. And when I go out there, they hate me. They just want you guys. And he goes, that's all right. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he said it was his. I guess he was his favorite comedian, and he just wanted him to be with him because he liked him so much. You know, I, at the risk of, Dan, you know, I, I I love Nirvana. I did. You know, I didn't. You know, we talked about this. You guys like in in utero. I didn't like that album. I like. I, I know it's terrible, but I like. Never mind. I I just did. It's not terrible. It's, no. But um, do like Kurt Cobain. I think it was great. But there were bits of them that were kind of cunty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the whole thing, well, I don't like corporate magazines, but I'm going to agree to be on Rolling Stone anyway. If you're going to talk shit, don't be on the fucking magazine. You know? Wore, Refuse them. Wear a shirt them that no. said corporate magazines still, still suck. suck. No, no. 
don't be on the fucking magazine. You know? Yeah, you could not sign the big record deal with Geffen and all that and just be a touring rock band. And you'd still be alive and you'd probably still do well. Well, that's what I'm saying, but he still would have been a big rock star. He didn't need Rolling Stone to make him a star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Star already. So he could have been like, fuck you. You see what I'm saying? It's like yeah, that was yeah, such a that was such a shit move. That was like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna talk shit, just don't fucking do it. You know? Yeah, it was a bit of hypocrisy, but that that was what he was sort of all about. And he faked that according to the guy from the Melvins or the Buzz. I think it's the Melvins. Who was his best friend during the 90s, 80, 80s and up? Yeah. Um, he faked the whole stomach thing he, that to get sympathy because he was hooked on heroin. And yeah. he used the, heroin, the uh, stomach thing as an excuse to get loaded. Yeah. He said, yeah, he was just lying about the whole thing just to troll people, I guess. And he told a story where he went, uh, they'd go to this uh, mentally challenged girl's house and everything and they'd mess with her and then one day he went over there and he had sex with her so that never happened i would have heard about that he was yeah. my, he was my best friend yeah like they were 15 or 16 he's like I, he would have told me about that see yeah. that was in that was in the documentary yeah the one that was on hbo yeah i don't know we we take these people and the people who are icons and you know some of the stuff is anecdotal you know mm-hmm. it's that's why i love my favorite one of my favorite people is bo jackson you know, because there's so much anecdotal stuff about him because he was so amazing. There's amazing stories about him. And then there's video of some of those stories. Yeah, like some of the shit you want to doubt. Spider-Man but then shit. you're like, no, that's Bo fucking Jackson. He can do that shit. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is uh, is uh, Brian Bosworth, who I hated until I saw both that uh, Hopper commercial. And I want to go back to college. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like, that totally redeemed him. Other than the fact I saw the documentary about him called uh, Brian and the Boz. It's fucking great. And I felt really bad for him. You know, he's a great guy. He really is. But when he was young, he was a prick. But he was young and he was pumped full of steroids and he had lots of money and he was, people were pumping up his head. You know what I mean? That happens. That'll happen to you. But my favorite thing is he talks so much shit about Bo Jackson and Bo Jackson just ran him over. You know what I mean? Just. Put him in the fucking canvas. I mean, in the in the fucking grass. And then they asked Bosworth after that, and he was kind of him hawing and didn't want to admit that he'd got owned. But then as he got older, he embraced it. And he basically looked at somebody and said, what the fuck would you have done? It was Bo fucking Jackson. <laughs> Could you have done any better? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that dude used to break baseball bats over his knee after he struck out. And didn't lift weights. As legend has it, he's like John uh, John Smith or whatever, the steel-driving man. Henry, John Henry. John Henry, yeah. I mean, Bo was like, that's what they were talking about. He had a stainless steel weight set at his house, never been used. He just Not to say he didn't do other things. Like, he's a hunter, and he'd kill a deer and sling it over his shoulders and walking home and stuff like that. But that shit you can do anyway. You know I mean, you don't train for that. You can just do it, you know. And... Like when he caught, he was running back and catching the baseball, and instead of smashing into the wall like a lot of guys did, he ran up the fucking wall and landed on his feet. And the coup de gras was Ronald Reagan's in the fucking uh, call in the game that day. He's like the guest caller. Wow. He had just left the White House, and he stopped and said, "Did you just see that?" <laughs> <laughs> and he would do things that people were like, 
they didn't know what to think about because they'd never seen anybody do anything like it. You know, it's just, what is that? I, I don't understand. That's so far above the rest of us. Like break, breaking the baseball bat. Who can do that? They were talking to a baseball guy, and he was a great big strong guy. He said, and we all tried it. The only thing I got for it was a bruised thigh for my troubles. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that bat didn't give one time. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. That was Bo. <laughs> yeah, we had him on the remote earlier, and we recorded him. He's a cool fucking guy, too. Like, every interview, he's awesome, you know. So you would say, without a doubt, he's probably the best two-sport athlete. I think he's the, besides Jim Thorpe, Oh, he's arguably the best athlete of all time. What about, Hands down. What about Dion? Fuck him. I'm talking about his sports prowess. His sports prowess. Um, okay. Yes, he's a great. He was great at sports. Um, his athleticism was awesome. Bo was faster than Dion Sanders, and he weighed fifty pounds more. Seventy, I'd say probably. Dion Sanders was probably. 180 pounds. 180. Bo Jackson was 235 to 40. 40. And he still has the fastest. 60. He still has the fastest NFL combine. Yeah, the fastest 40. Yeah. It's like 4-1 or something ridiculous like that. It's ridiculous. And guys are like, I'm a fucking safety. And I can't, you know, <laughs> I think the best thing I heard was there was a guy who Bo was slowing down and he caught him. And that guy got famous for catching Bo Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he, got a, he got a brand new contract. Yes. You caught him? Yeah, he was kind of slowing down. It was, but, uh, that, it's all it right. was probably that 99-yard run where he just made it to the one-yard line because yeah. the guy tripped him up. Yeah. He was amazing. You couldn't stop that motherfucker in Tecmo Bowl. That was unfair. Like, <laughs> I'm going to play as the Raiders. No, you're fucking not. No. Or uh, if you were the Giants, you could not stop Lawrence Taylor. Or if you sometimes you've played against the Chiefs, you couldn't stop Christian Okoye. No, dear God, no. Or Barry Word. Word? Word. <laughs> Biggest backfield in the history of the fucking NFL. Christian Okoye was 280. Barry Word was like 310. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. They were two was, offensive, lob, offensive tackles playing fucking tailback and nose and fullback. I was playing bowling championship. On the Nintendo while you guys are playing Techno. <laughs> Remember that game, Bowling Championship, anybody? <laughs> Good fucking game. No, I don't remember that at all. I love the, uh, the DuckTales NES game. It's been on there. Have you played the remastered DuckTales game? <laughs> it's a weird sound. It was, dude. I've got vape on my it throat, puts my lotion in I'm the trying basket. to vape here. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> Have you played the remastered? Uh, no, no. What? Just like the. Uh... They just redid the whole fucking thing. What are we talking about? Ducktales game. Ducktales for what? For, for the next generation systems. And... Yeah, I think that game had the. I, no, I haven't done it, but I think that has had like the best, one of the best gameplay of any NES game. I think that was a great cartoon. It was a good cartoon. Yeah, was, I love the fucking cartoon. Yeah. That, fucking fucking Tellspin, sir. Disney for a while was knocking Tellspin them out of the fucking the park. Shit. I mean, they started with Gummy Bears. That was a great Gummy Bears. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. High Have adventure the that's beyond compare. They are the Gummy Bears. Thank God Elena's not here. <laughs> she would be giving us so much shit. We didn't. Way. We didn't even talk about wrestling while she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mister Chance Xavier. That was probably my favorite game. 
Xavier, Xavier, is that how you pronounced it? It was, uh, it was like, uh, Xevious. Xevious. Mm-hmm. It was like 1942, where the fuck yeah, that game yeah. was. That's one of my favorites. I played, uh, I had a Genesis before, and it, when everybody still had the NAS, I thought it was cool. And I had, uh, Forgotten Realms. Hard fucking game is cool. A floating guy with a gun. I've forgotten about that game. I don't even remember that game. It was. Wait. I was on the Super Nintendo side. Like I. I Well, Super Super Nintendo Nintendo. was way superior, but Genesis was first. I was. I was putting together puzzles. (laughs) 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 My parents still had like an old uh, Atari. That uh, still worked, like I, the wood paneling kind. Yeah, the, the wood, wood paneling, and they had six hundred. They had the they had different games, but they had the ET game. Oh and God, that, that is like the the worst. Wow, most you actually game. had the ET game. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you can't get out of the hole. There's a documentary about that called Atari Game Over. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Where they buried a bunch yeah, of cartridges yeah. in the desert somewhere. It's fucking. Well, awesome. it was cartridges, uh, system, systems, entire systems, everything. Because the bottom fell out of the children. I don't know. Why are you giving me the side eye, Chucky? <laughs> Any man who doesn't want to get killed, just clear not the back. Be motherfucker. Uh, okay, uh, what do you guys think? You guys think we should wind it down? I think we should. We did it. We did it! We did it! We did it! <laughs> Made 17 episodes. I'd like to thank our esteemed guest, Jeremy Morriston. Thank you guys for inviting me. Sorry, I was asleep for like an hour and ten minutes. No, that's that. our fault. We're supposed to be entertaining, but we're just we're crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we suck. We no, you're just so captivating. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm it's just like I'm sitting on my couch in my underwear. <laughs> Wait a minute, I am. <laughs> I bet he has a real big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we gotta go. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Elena might be here. She might not be. I don't know. You guys, uh, don't forget to wipe your asses. Very important. Very important. And set your clocks back this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you must remember to set your clocks back this weekend. Fall back. Is that this weekend? It can be. Live on your own time. You know what? The concept of time <laughs> is, is a construct. It doesn't really matter. You do your own thing. It's tell, all, re- tell it's your all boss, relative, sir. Tell your boss to go fuck himself. Please do. <laughs> Send your videos care of. <laughs> yeah. Boss tells <laughs> telling my boss to go fuck myself. Pillow Fort Radio. Yeah, do that, and uh, we'll have a contest next week to see who has the best ones. Absolutely. All right, pillow biters. We love you.